Hi, I'm Tim McCaw. I'm with Sam Taylor and... Oh, fuck. I'm going <laughs> to... That's fine. It's Guillaume... Yeah, so far. Casuto. Oh, man. Good. Is that good? Yeah, right, it's okay. perfect. We're good. Yeah, that was the worst intro. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, Guillaume is a recent... No, graduated in 2007. 2007, yeah. From Supercom. Yeah. in France, yeah. Yeah, and since then you've worked at like some of the biggest post houses in London, right? So like Yeah, 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 kind of. I Nexus. Yeah. I worked at Nexus, I worked at The Mill, I worked at Superfed, when there was a Superfed. Right. Um, what else? Passion Pictures a lot, yeah. obviously. Uh, yeah. I could not mention. I stayed there for, uh, I, think, I would say, three and a half years, but maybe I'm wrong on this. But yeah, and lately I've been working in Cartoon Network for the past three years now and so that and like doesn't you, add up so there's something wrong there but uh, yeah. but but also you uh you've directed stuff as well right yes yes i have but it's more on the side like it's not i it's stuff that i did outside of those companies more mm. on my spare time right yeah yeah so did you ever try and become a director i guess i did like I, when i was at passion mostly i was like hey you know could be a director and i was like yeah, yeah yeah right man can you finish your shot please can you, <laughs> you know? and i was like yeah we'll we'll talk yeah and then yeah, yeah, yeah so that didn't work out. Um, yeah, I guess. But what was she doing at these post houses? You was doing technical direction or lighting yeah, rendering. Yeah, I was. Um, I was. Yeah, I was mostly doing rendering and uh, you know lighting rendering uh, in three D hmm. at, at the time, and a bit of compositing, depending on how big the um, the company was. You know, sometimes they need more of a generator. Sometimes they will hmm. need someone who stays in a box. So uh, that's what I was doing, mainly working on commercial. Um, hmm. But then uh, on the side, I was always trying to uh, to get involved in, in creative projects. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm a good friend of uh, Matthew Besudo, my yeah. best. So like we, um, I came here one year after him, uh, and there's a lot of our friends here who are illustrator or directors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we tried to combine our efforts, and uh, we never succeeded. So <laughs> yeah, there so. was a lot of. Um, I was looking at your LinkedIn, and there was an, like a name on your list of like uh, friends and one of them popped out to me and I was like man I know that guy's name I don't know why I know it from and then I clicked on his stuff and he was the dude who I've forgotten here I think he was a partner with a, uh, his girlfriend and they did those things called eye giants or something oh yes uh, Jan. Jan, yeah, Jan, 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 Jan Jan he's working with me at the moment yeah but it's like they were at passionate that kind of what 2009 yeah, yeah, yeah. time. there was so, so much talent there yeah 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 who were trying to become directors and then I sort of haven't really heard much. Well, I guess I think... I suppose we're best killing it at the moment, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I think what, what's... Um, and I think that's a very interesting point, I think, I, I think uh, is that there are many competents to be in a director and uh, and when you just come out of school, you go, yeah, yeah, I'm talented. Well, which is not what I was saying, <laughs> by the way. I, I, I knew, uh, you know, I saw my movie and I was like, all right, I guess I'm not a director then. I will just go, uh, you know, fill in the rank of a, of, a, of a company. But like some people are really talented. They do great short movies. They have, um, you know, they go in festivals. And I think because mostly, I, I don't know how it is in uh, anywhere else in the world, but in France, you're not prepared really. Like they tell you, uh, we're going to give you a paper uh, that makes you a director, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like, you have an official French director diploma, which is nonsense. Like, it just doesn't exist. You actually, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a list, it's a, this is literally what they say to us. Really? Uh, with that paper, you're a, you're a director. So you're directing the like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> license to direct. <laughs> you know, good stuff. I, uh, good thing I spent all that money. I'm a director now. <laughs> and you go to companies like you're, you know, you're 20, 22 or something. You just out of school. And you go to company, they go, so what, what do you want to do? They go, I'm a director. And they go, a piece of paper on the table. Yeah, you go, I've got a paper, so like, <laughs> you know, wait, mate. 
yeah, hello, I'm a director. And they go, what do you mean you're a director? And go, yeah, yeah, it's, okay, I'm a director. And they go, no, what we're asking you is like, do you want to do rendering? Do you want to do a <laughs> layout? Do you want to do like textures? And you go, oh, that was, I wasn't told this. And I think it's because the school, they don't tell you this. They don't tell you, all right, look, if you're a director, they, you know, just direct stuff. Just do stuff on your own. Just, uh, and and they'll, come, they'll come look at you if you're uh, looking for you if it's good. I think that's probably the best piece of advice that yeah. you can give anybody. You know, I think some people get lucky. I think some people get, you know... Some people will get picked out, like, straight out of school because yeah. they've got either an amazing short film or, you know, they've shown potential and they've developed some kind of universe, which is, going back to him, which is what happened to Macbeth. Like, you know, mm. he was drawing each day, every day in school. His uh, short movie was really well received, but he didn't like it. He was like, yeah, fuck that shit, I'm doing something else. And, uh, and he developed his style. And I think there's a, there's a like sort of a sleeping lie in, a, in, a, in animation schools where they go, yeah, yeah, you're talented, you're the best bunch in the world. People will just like come at you and, uh, and find you at the end of school and, and, and a lot of people are a bit disappointed. I don't know. I, okay, so it's very French. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'm in a foreign country, so yeah. I don't care. <laughs> we had nothing. We, did, we had teachers, you know, they were introducing us to, um, to like the basics of the thing. Uh, most of them were not actually uh, working like freelancers, for example. Yeah. Like none of them were actually, and this is such an ever evolving um, mm. industry that if you're not like, if I was to leave the business for three years, I couldn't be relevant. Like I could yeah, probably yeah. introduce people because yeah. I'm a good. I'm not saying they were not good teachers. They were good teachers, but they they were, uh, you know, they were remote like you know they were yeah. in a, in the north of france in a small in a small mm. village basically surely that you people. can you can still even if you're in a small town like that you can still keep your finger on the button slightly by through internet and i guess and you could kind of i guess i guess you could unless but that's you're you, you, know, you know what fuck it like i don't know yeah. i'm not going to keep up to date like mm. it's fine and i think it did the job like i think i think what it definitely did is we were left alone and we had to come up with something. There has to, there had to be something at the end of the two years. And you just, what they were really good at is selecting those people in, in yeah. those rooms, you know? So like, none of us knew, but when one knew, everybody knew, because he was like, okay, I found it. Like, I know now, and you all know now. Um, so we like, were talking about what, technical? Yeah, like technical issues, or like, yeah. so, like we didn't even know that. I guess, the, I guess relevance is slightly more important in CG animation than perhaps yeah. in like traditional animation. Oh yeah, 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 no, yeah, sorry, I meant because I, I'm coming from a CG background where like when they say, oh yeah, you have to use that tool and you go check on the internet and it's seven year old and, uh, and yeah. it, it's not relevant anymore, you go, I guess I shouldn't be asking questions to that guy, like he mm-hmm. helped me. He sort of showed me the bicycle, and I'm gonna ride it alone now. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I think that that's a really important thing, actually. Like to 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 for people to be able to have that confidence at a certain point to um, be able to, like, as you say, ride the bicycle on their own. Like yeah. that is something that is definitely like mm-hmm. I think I, I definitely missed. I think like at a certain point, I just needed to be like, you know what? Like I've got a really clear idea of what I want to do. I should just do it now, mm. instead of trying to. Constantly be so you had a clear idea of what you wanted to achieve. To I think I did. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. University. You know what? That's what I miss out. Like, I was probably like I didn't really get a chance to do it, so I don't know whether it would have <laughs> <laughs> been good or not. I can't remember what it was, but I remember <laughs> being I remember being quite um, sort of yeah. I remember I remember having you know like a very clear vision of of, of sort of what I was. Oh, that's amazing. At that time, I remember being like okay. I came from uh from quite a. And it's actually, party is quite uh, normal, but like I came from a scientific background, like my dad is a math teacher. Uh, And I was like, yeah, uh, you know, my dad's a math teacher, I'll be a math teacher, I love math, yeah, yeah, what else? Like, there's nothing else. Mm. I was convinced that this is what I wanted to do. 
and the more I was doing it, uh, the more I was like, yeah, I'll see what, you know, what I'm going to do. I, I was okay, I guess. Um, I graduated with the best, uh, I was the best student in my, uh, the equivalent of college, I guess. Yeah, okay, of college. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, I'm the shit. And then I went to uni and I was like, <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I'm the worst, worst person here. That <laughs> was terrible. But, uh, so were you like a big geek then at school? Or were you like... Not necessarily a geek, but like, I used, I, I was always drawing. But I didn't consider it like that's a job. Like I was like, yeah, I'm drawing, you know, because because that's fun. But if one draws in the back of that maths yeah, book, isn't it? Exactly. Four, really. So somebody, yeah, I, yeah. Somebody told me they don't have a word for geek in French. Ah uh, no, you, we use geek. Oh, it's right, such okay. a great word. Like, and it's also so. Yeah, it's so spot on and so. But does well that say <laughs> something about the fact that there maybe there aren't so many geek people in France? Or? Oh no, there are. No, there are. But like, yeah, so. So I was doing math and I went like I did uni for two years and I, I was miserable. Oh, so you studied maths at a higher education? Level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was literally. I've always wanted to do something related with image, but what I was um, what I was saying to myself was I'm gonna maybe like try to do math and maybe I could be the guy that programs Photoshop. Like that was the oh, closest right. I wanted to be. I I thought it could be from uh, actually mm. doing something artistic. Um, and I started and I was miserable and I was shit and I, I, I just didn't want to learn and like mm. yeah and one of my friends who was at Super Come already so at the time you said it, you were shit or yeah I, was, I wasn't good I wasn't okay. good I wasn't good uh, I was good in uh, college but uni I sucked right, okay. because I didn't put the hours in it, it didn't like I didn't like the competition I didn't like the, the thing of like uh, hey, don't look at my my stuff like can I have your notes no uh, you had to take your notes oh fuck you like I don't I didn't yeah. I didn't want to be that kind of uh, person so, um, so, and I was like desperate, like, what else am I going to do? And one of my friends who was already at Spafcom told me, you know what, like, you've been drawing every day since I met you. We've been drawing together. Why don't you try Spafcom? And I was like, nah, I can't do that. And then he was like, why? Give me a good reason. And I was like, oh yeah, the money or like, because... And I couldn't come up with a good reason because the money you can take a, a loan, which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there wasn't a good reason for me to waste my time. So how did you become aware of, of, of Spafcom? Uh, one of my friends was already in the school. Oh, right. Yeah. He, like, uh, he was one of my best friend, best friend at the time. We were doing, like, he was already in animation. From college or a friend from school? Oh, well, I think from school. I think right. from even before college. Um, we so you were, you were kind of aware of animation? I was aware of animation and, uh, <laughs> and, like, he was doing, like, short movies. We were doing short movies together and, like, putting terrible effects on them and you know this yeah. kind of stuff so we've always wanted to do that but you know we said he wasn't but he pushed forward and he and actually used this is it somebody that you're still he's called uh, Rémi Chapoteau he's a director in France he directed uh, an animated show called Kylo which is which I think has been cancelled now but it's quite popular in oh France. it's a show yeah oh okay they did the opening movie for uh, Inancy last year it's like oh, a oh yeah no, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah man when we went to Annecy, like we couldn't stop singing the song. With, um, yeah. yeah, I don't remember what was the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna do it because I'm embarrassed, but like no, I can yeah. totally quote that whole song. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Anyway, yeah, yeah, he's wicked. And that guy, like, yeah, he uh, he told me he told me like uh, you know it was <laughs> it was like a, a depressed teenager evening where when I ran in the street for my dad because he said you're a shithead man and I like fuck you dad. Did that happen? Yeah, no, that that happened. <laughs> Uh, this is not so, recording, is it? Yeah, this is uh, so eighties, man. That's so 80s. <laughs> and so, did you leave home with one of those little I, knapsacks? Texts yeah, and maybe you didn't have shoes. No, or he just got on a skateboard and hung onto the back of like a passing oh, truck yeah. <laughs> with his rucksack. Yeah. 
and, and the I firecrackers. Had, and I had the cure playing in my head, <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying, whatever. And, uh, and I came to class. Cry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and he told me he did that bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and actually that I was like, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm actually going to do this. And I did something in between, which was meant to be like a, like a bridge to this. And I, and I uh, came into Bumpo Film. Mm. And what I was going to say about that is that because of that initial mass thing where I, uh, I was stuck for two years in an environment that I didn't like, mm. when I arrived in Superfocom, I was like, fuck, like, I can't fuck this up. Like, it literally yeah, yeah. changed my perspective on yeah, yeah. I was like, I am so lucky to mm. be here now where everybody is doing what I've always wanted to do. And I was so humbled as well because mm. I remember coming in and my, um, I guess my frame of reference was my mom saying, yeah, you're a good drawer. And, you know, my mm. mom's not a drawer. So, that like, she doesn't draw. So, that's not... Mm. That's not a good reference, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, hey, you're good at skateboard. I don't know, Mel. I don't know if you're uh, if you're the right person to say that to me. And she's putting detail on your arm. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like she was telling me, like you know, your mom will say to our all of her friends, yeah, you're really good at drawing. Do the Ninja Turtle like you were doing. Hmm. And you came in that environment, and they were so so much better than me. All yeah. those people, like I felt straight, like. Fuck! I need to work. Like, shit, these guys can really draw the ninja turtle. Yeah, they can. Wow, man, they can nail Donatello. <laughs> like, you know, and um, and now like, I was humbled. Like I was like I was talking to people, and they had they they were coming up with references. They were like, oh yeah, you know, it's like in that book from uh, you know from that Russian guy from the Soviet. And I'm like, I don't know the Russian guy from the Soviet. <laughs> you know, what's that to do with drawing ninja turtle? And um, and so I like I just learned like the most, and and the whole experience was amazing to me. It was hard, like it was a lot of ex- like late hours and like not being sure that we, I, we could actually make something decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the end, it's the best years I've, I've, I've had because there was so much creativity and like mm-hmm. every day was spent actually making something. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm, I'm trying to not find any excuse to not do something when I have the time to do it. Yeah. So that's why I did, uh, I, I directed a few things. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I realized, like, if you if you really want, you can do it. Honestly, you you, mm. can, you know you'll find time to do stuff. Mm. Um, and actually, like you know, uh, um, like I have to give props to my best for this. Like when I when I when I moved in London, and the the movie that I did, by the way, in Superfocom is not good. It's not a good movie, and I knew it while I was making it. I was like, this is not like. Mm. It doesn't look like what some something that I would do, mm. but I just finished this. So it kind of put me in a, in a mind of like in a production mind straight away, where like you don't have to like what you're working on. Like your job is your job. What you're doing outside of job is a mm. different thing. And I guess I guess I can say that I was quite lucky that that happened. That I I wasn't on something. Of course, if you do a great movie, then you're it's awesome. Yeah, but like, yeah. I think there's some good in not necessarily in being put in a group that you don't necessarily yeah. like with people that you because that's what's gonna happen all yeah. you know all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna like your boss, and you're not gonna like the client, you're not gonna like the product. So uh, might as well be straight in that in that perspective mm-hmm. in that, in yeah. that uh, mindset. So when I graduated and I finished my movie and I looked at it, I was like, yes, shit. Uh, <laughs> I I went in. Um, I was really lucky. I went into companies, and I wasn't expecting them to go like, "Oh, you're fucking awesome. We're gonna sign you." Straight, straight. What I was thinking about uh, straight out of school, I was like, "Need to pay that loan. That's what I need to do." Yeah. So, um, and that's a funny thing, by the way. Like, I went in France, 
I had done an, an internship in a very big company, the ones doing the, um, uh, the speaker will me. Oh, um, McGuff. McGuff, yeah. yeah. We're on uh, elimination or whatever. Mm. Um, I had done an internship uh, in that company and, um, and I had like interviews in London and then I came back to Paris and then I was flying to uh, Mexico for holidays after mm. my, uh, my studies. And uh, I went to London first and like everybody was so nice in the companies. Like, you know, I went to AKA, uh, they didn't have jobs, they didn't even have a position, but they received me and they were like, oh yeah, you know, your movies, there's some good stuff in there. Uh, oh, show, show us uh, your, your personal stuff. Oh yeah, that's cool. You know what, we don't have a position, I'm going to be straight with you, but you should go see that company. Go see Passion, can you go see Passion? Actually, you know what, I'm going to call Passion for you. Like, literally people were really friendly. Mm. I went to the mail, they were like, yeah, we don't have a position, but we wanted to see you, do you want to, do you want to see the, 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 the building? Yeah, man. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's a good experience. Went back in France and like, it's so different <laughs> like I went to that company where I had done my internship and they were like yeah well the thing you have to realize right is that um, you're just a student so you don't know what you don't know you're not a pro like yeah alright but like that's <laughs> kind of the principle like I just came out of school mm. yeah and you know also like we're using our own tools so you're gonna have to learn that so we can't pay you much and I was like why is it my problem that you're using your own tools like you know yeah. it's your problem you're gonna have to yeah. brief Everybody. And was that yeah. your attitude at that point? Was it like, yeah. that is your problem, that's not my problem? So you you immediately like knew, you had a sense of like, I had a sense what of was like, right yeah. and wrong. Yeah. And kind of well, that discussion was so weird because like, <clears throat> first they had forgotten about me. It was literally six months after I, I finished my internship. Like I oh. came back in, a few people I shook hands with. But and like, it was all the same people in the company? Yeah, they were all the same. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and first day, like I had my interview with two other students, which is a shit thing, thing to do, like two other yeah. students from another school. Yeah. And like, you know, there's this thing in France when, where, where people will say, oh yes, you've forgotten, it's the best school, whatever, mm. which I don't think it, it necessarily is. But there's that thing, so those two guys are poor guys. They were from a really good school that at the time wasn't as renowned as it is now. And they were, I think they felt pressured. Like they were showing their movie and it was a good movie. And But I knew they were like looking at me like, oh fuck, he's gonna get the job or something. Mm-hmm. I, literally, yeah. I'm not bragging. So wait, so wait no, no, no. Look, like, to paint the picture, you're, you walk into a room, what, there's one guy behind a desk and then the three of you are yeah. sat on chairs. There's like a four guys, and it's hilarious by the way what happened. There's four guys of the company, and, <laughs> and those two guys are showing their movie and I show mine. And you know, it's that like a jumping uh, seat thing where like they're they're, you know, they're thinking this guy's gonna go is after a job, and I'm thinking, oh, they're here for the same position. But I just came back. The difference is, I just came back from London where I had a great time, and like, and the, so the guys from McGuff are like, yeah, we're the most awesome company in the world, so you know, blah blah blah. Um, but you're gonna have to learn the thing, and I, I just raised my hand and said, I was a, uh, I was in an internship here six months ago, and I already know the software actually, and they were like. I did. What you didn't know that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, you were there. Yeah, hey man, how you doing? <laughs> and they just realized who I was. Fair enough. You know, they probably see a lot of people. So that's you like you six months. I stayed two and a half months, three months. I think. So they gave you an interview, not knowing that you'd already been yes. there. Yes, <laughs> and uh, which is honestly like that's fair enough. But then, then mm. they talked to us about how awesome the company is. And how none of the other companies are awesome, which is the exact opposite attitude that I had in London. And in London, people were like, I don't have a job. Passion is an awesome company. Passion says, like, AK is an awesome company. Uh, fucking Nexus are the best. Go there. And here they were like, yeah, we have a ping pong table. So I don't know. But if you want to go somewhere else, that's your problem. <laughs> what is this? 
And wait, and the best thing is, and that's so French, like anybody <laughs> listening to that podcast would recognize this as a French uh, move. One of the guy, I don't know if he knew what he was saying, say like, I think uh, we should talk money, right? Because we're not afraid of talking money. And at that point, the other one looked at him like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> Shut up, man. And like one guy just like set up and went like, okay, I'm out. And he went out. Like really? literally, like if we're going to talk money, like I'm, you know, I'm out. So that guy went out. And, uh, and literally, just after saying money is not an issue, we should talk about it. That guy <laughs> grabs a piece of paper, writes a number on it, Pushes it to the guy on his right, then nods, then takes it back, push it to this other person on his left, nods as well, and they go, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're all thinking, uh, I guess, uh, eighty euros per day is a good uh, is a good uh, starting point. Um, so you know, we're but we're a family here. That's what you have to understand. You know, ping pong table. I think I mentioned that. You know, like those kind of bullshit. And I just said, sorry, um, I just uh, came back from London, and. Uh, and the company offered me 150 pounds a day. Uh, mm. So what's your? What do you think? What should I do? Mm. And they were like, "Well, yeah, of course, yeah. I'll, well, companies will do that." Two, but yeah, like, the two students are still sat there. Yeah, they're still sat there. Time. And uh, and the poor guys, like you know, they 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 want a job, but like I'm already some. I'm already in London in my head. Like I'm already yeah. like you know what like you know, putting up with that kind of French bullshit, I don't, I don't want to. Because so where did you get find this, where do you think you had this kind of level of self-possession to, to, I don't to think kind I of feel like you, you could you could say no? I mean, assume that that is the upshot of this. this yeah, yeah, I, I did, I said, like, I, at the end, the guy had us that I'd left the room, which was a, a cool guy actually, came to see me and, and went, dude, this bullshit, don't come here, you have, do your stuff. You, you, you told me you were, you were just in London, go there, it's going to be awesome. Mm. I was like, cool, man. And uh, it's not even like I was cocky and confident, like I say, like I was cocky and confident, but it's just a contrast, like I, I just had been in London. Had I not been in London the day before, maybe I would have gone like, shit, shit, I, I need to take that idea. Mm. It's not even about the money, it's about the attitude. They yeah. were naturally I like saying, they're trying to uh, don't go, you into yeah. thinking that you were getting Don't go in other companies, but we won't pay you shit. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it was, a, from, it was a no-brainer for me. I think that that's a really good point, actually, like the, the idea of kind of, shopping around almost yeah, you know like yeah. when you're straight out of school like yeah. getting your foot in the door at so many places i mean i, I guess you've kind of got a i guess you had the portfolio uh, you know to, to get in the door well, of those places already. you must have. really i think well what happened after that is that um i so i went on holidays um and uh and i stayed on holidays for two months because i was tired so you know i needed a break and then in september i came back came back in london saying okay that's what i'm that's what that's my choice is made I, i'm coming to london and and for a week I was looking for a job and it didn't you know you it's quite random here you you know some some company needs someone they will they will try um, and after four days uh, Nexus had a position for me just for like I think maybe half a day or a day and a half like not much but uh, four days after coming in I already had a job so I was like oh cool I'll, I did that it? I think it was uh, oh was it the the film. The no, 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 that was after. No, 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 yeah, yeah, the film was, uh, was a couple of years after. This was, if I remember well, I can't remember the name of the director. She was um, from South America, she was a director. And it was a BBC3 items. Okay. And I did some Photoshop on that for mm. a day and a half. And, uh, and so, yeah, I did that. And on the day that I started, I went to another interview at Picasso. Uh, and the guys were like, "Yeah, 150 pounds a day. You start on Monday." I was like, "Wow, okay, I got a job." Yeah. 
and I stayed there for eight months. And what was that? Uh, Picasso was more like a journalist, uh, right. 3D, 3D journalist position. Mm. But like in four days, I got a job. I was like, wow, that's cool. And they're actually paying me. Like they're not bullshitting me. They're not trying to like they. So okay, I was like, okay, I'm in. Like I had no when is when I came in. That's what I was saying before. Like I had no pretension of being a director. I, I, I went straight. They went like, what do you want to do? What do you what can you do? I was like, I, I guess I'm a journalist. I did this, this, this on the mm. movies. They were like, okay, you're in. Mm. Um, so that was good. And um, so you were there for eight months. Yeah, I think eight months. I stayed there. After and months. then you went on to was it Passion afterwards or the Mill? Let me remember. I think I left Picasso for Nexus for mm. the This Way Up Oscar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that went from went on to kind of be nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Which mm. I don't know if I can talk about why he got nominated, but yes, it did. Oh, um, sounds like a juicy uh, <laughs> little word. Despite, <laughs> despite, in my opinion, not being, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't crawling on 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 four when I saw the movie. You know, I think it's, a, I think, if anything, I think it's it's far less exciting than some of the stuff Smith and Fox have done because I love what those guys have been doing. Mm. You know, they're, you know, they're, they're the senior of their games. They're, mm. you know. They're the goats, the, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, but I worked on this, and it was it was an interesting thing. It was a bit. It was meant to be uh, a bit like a paint effect, and it, uh, and that job was different for me. I was like doing compositing. Okay. On this, which is good because that's. Was this the one where there's a, there's a, some drawings on inside of a cardboard box? Oh no, that's a different. Oh no! Oh no, that's a, uh, that's OD for passion. Oh yeah, and that was, yeah, that's uh, not great. That was a really good. And then this was a short film that Smith and Fox. Did, it was uh, about um, how do you feel about oh, yeah. yeah. uh, yeah. 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 funeral? Yeah, didn't know you wrote on, you worked yeah. on it. Should we be honest on the podcast? I don't think it's it's as great as what they could have done. I don't think they cared that much. Yeah. I, I think they knew. They had a really good producer, though. It would, you know, there's always something to take out of an experience. You know, even if it's not as good looking as you think it is. You know, I had a good time. I, I could fiddle with some stuff. Um, the producer there was amazing, Christine Ponzavera, amazing producer. Mm. Um, uh, so that was good, and and yeah, it got nominated for an Oscar. So I guess you know, it's a, it's a good stuff. So I, I, it's a good it's a good thing. I stayed there for a month, and then they wanted to keep me for another month. But uh, I think I think the rate was too low. Like they didn't have much money. Right. And which is fair, like I said, look, we want to keep you, but uh, we have to pay you that much. And I was like, ah, it's too tight for me. Yeah. Because well, that, that's the thing. Uh, my girlfriend was in France back then. Like, we, mm. we lived, she lived in France and me in, in England for three, four mm. years. Okay. So, you know, every every uh, every two weekends I had to go back in France mm. or, or, or bring her over. And, and I couldn't sustain that reason if yeah. I had to, like, drop basically to cut my rate, uh, yeah, drop my rate by half. Um, so we just parted like okay that's a shame but yeah fair enough and I went back to uh, Picasso but but I guess like they, you know they were a bit pissed off at me for having left really yeah so like they didn't treat me really well the second time that's not nice no, well no they're 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 honest and and like they, when I told them, hey, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go for Nexus. Yeah, they're not bullshitters. That's the that's the really good point with them. Uh, they were like, Nah, fuck you. You're not doing this. Okay, is it money you want? I was like, I was like, No, no, it's not about money. I was like, Ah, how much? How much money do you want? You fucking really? asshole. Yeah, they're really fun. they're a really cool guy. <laughs> they're they're assholes, but they're cool guys. Yeah. And uh, but they know that. Yeah. And so they were like, ah, oh, fuck you, fuck you. Like, they were trying to pressure me. I was like, no, guys, I really want to leave, but I'll come back with more knowledge. 
And I actually did, like I actually came back, but I think they were a bit pissed off that I had yeah. left. So yeah, it wasn't really working out. They sent me in another company to help some dude and I was like, well, this is not really good. And that's when I went to Superfat because Superfat okay. had just opened in London and I knew people there and they were like, yeah, you should give it a try because it's cool. And I watched the way, and like, I looked at the website and I was like, yeah, they're actually good doing cool I stuff. I don't know Superfat. Uh, I think they're, they're based in New York originally. Okay. Um, and they opened uh, they opened an office in London. Uh, Is it still here? No. It closed almost instantly because of their <laughs> poor finance. Like it was just all over. You went there. I shouldn't say that. And a big fat paycheck, and they just man. Like there was like I was at that point because I had a between um between the second time in Picasso and Super Friday, I had like a month where I wasn't working, and I'm not like it's not something I can deal with not working. Mm. It's not even so much about the money. It's about like fucking sitting on my ass all day and like mm. playing PlayStation. The first three days I was like, "This is the life, man!" Yeah. yeah. And after three days, I was like, "I need to work, dude. Like, I need mm. to fucking find something to do." I was mm. like, you know, strolling in the parks and being like, "Yeah, oh, I don't <laughs> be like." That sounds like another eighties montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a series of eighties yeah. montage. Yeah, I was kicking <laughs> stuff, you know, like kicking rocks, and yeah. Yeah. ended up just like doing like loads of tumbles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was doing like, what do you call when you you know you you throw pebbles on the on the <laughs> yeah, screaming stones? Yeah, hitting ducks in the face, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and yeah, like I so wanted to work, and I uh, I went to see those guys, and uh, it was for a pitch. Originally, it was for a pitch for British Gas uh, that didn't work out. But I guess I like I did the pitch on my own because it was so not organized. There, they were like, really? "Do you have a computer?" And I was like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right, okay. Do you have a license for XSI or Maya or whatever?" I was like, "No, not really." I was like, "Yeah, just download one. It's fine." Whoa. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, we're not editing it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm sure. Well, they're closed, so. Yeah. Uh, but like it was a bit of a mess and um, they um, but they let me do my thing for the British guy saying it didn't work out because I think uh, Syop got it uh, but it was still good I guess it was still good what I did and they were like oh cool man they want to keep you we have that uh, that advert uh, for uh, BBC Channel 4 4 OD something some, mm. some TV stuff uh, 3 on demand or something yeah, yeah. I think so it was quite cool, and I was like, yeah, I'll stay. And I was almost alone on the commercial exhibit. I was mm-hmm. literally trying to put out a, a, a minute and a half commercial by my, on my own. Wow. I was like, oh, okay. Was she directing it as well? No, um, some woman was directing it. I can't remember her name. She was like half artistic director, half director, half producer there. It was a bit of a, mm. of a, of a blurry uh, situation yeah, yeah. there. Um, what was her name? I can't remember her name. But yeah, we. Um, she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna direct it. There's gonna be some live action. I'll provide." And then they just happened to, yeah, it's just like, yeah, here's the live action. What are you saying? I was like, okay, maybe we could do this. So I was one on my own, and at some point I went like, "Yeah, I, I've got too much work. Can I bring someone in?" And they were like, "Yeah, whatever." Then I brought a friend over, and we worked on this, and we did it, and it was okay. Like it was good. Yeah, okay. Uh, but then one of my friend over at Passion said dude, we have a position of passion for you. Mm-hmm. I think you should come. And I was like, yeah, passion is a company I've always wanted to work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, uh, yeah, are you interested? I believe to work on rock band. I was like, come in in a minute. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah I'll be done. I'll call you. It was I, straight you, I think band. you were kind of at passion around that time where they were just doing lots of really cool stuff. I think I, uh, yeah, like 
if I could have, if I had come like a month before, it would have been even better because I did the, one of the best things I've done, I think, which is the rock band number two. I arrived like for the last week. What one was that? Is that the one on the cars? The one on the cars fighting and stuff. Yeah, which is I see. Which, did you work on the Beatles one? Yes. So yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a good one. I like the Beatles one. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. Well, yeah. And so, what was your role on that? On the Beatles, I was uh, uh, rendering and uh, yeah, for the lighting, CG rendering part of it. for the CG part of it, yeah. And there wasn't that many of us actually in, uh, in rendering, so it was quite an intense, an intense experience, but like mm. one that we we never regretted. Like, mm. um, so I came in that passion. Uh, they were doing rock band. We the first thing I worked on is something that you will never see, which is rock band ACDC, oh. which was awesome. Fucking Did it get finished? Awesome. It gets finished. Oh, it's, no, I've got no. it home. It's awesome. It's got some shots where you literally can't tell if it's 3D or if it's live action. It's awesome. Is it all CG, that one? It's all CG. Um, Harry Bardak, which is now a TD at Framestore and worked on uh, Gravity, was there at the time. He's mm. one of the best person I've ever worked with. Um, he was uh, handling the, the technicality of it. Mm. It was amazing. And it got pulled off because... What happened is that ACDC, so it was like a rebranding of uh, Rock Band where you yeah. get those packs. And uh, I think the reason why you got pulled out is that um, whoever was uh, distributing this thing in the US when like, uh, the guy was the main character from the other commercial, mm. the, the bald guy, and he was yeah. half naked in this one. And they were like, uh, no, no, he's, uh, he was wearing like a, a boxer brief mm. or whatever. And they were like, no, you're going to have to put pants on him about the whole thing. And we're like, no, that's the point. Like he's, he's wearing a boxer brief. It's funny. He was like dancing. It was a bit like gay friendly thing, which was yeah. really funny. Like he yeah. was like a tough guy, but also like he was wearing satin robes and, and being a bit, you yeah, know, it was yeah. really funny. Yeah. And it, it, nah, then they'll never get mad. Really? So, so what, the direct, who directed that? Candlelight? Like? Candlelight, yeah. And was it him just saying, I don't want to put pants on? Yeah, I guess I... I <laughs> <laughs> it's a wicked sound yeah, yeah. Because, uh, because what uh, what not many people know is that Pete uh, always worked with uh, with those cookouts. So, yeah. No, uh, uh, it's getting bad now. But like, yeah, I think I think I don't know. Like, I don't no, know. But it was his decision. Whose decision was it to say no? We're not putting trousers on this guy. Um, I don't know if like if they had a good enough contract that they could say, well, you've paid us anyway, so fuck off. Or if yeah. anyway the client were like, yeah. And, even with the pants, we're not reading this. Yeah, it was hilarious me to be in there. Yeah. yeah. Put your fucking pants on. <laughs> <laughs> but, and like, it's funny because you'd think that's quite brave of them because they might have been scared of losing that account because they had done loads of them before. And then they went on to do. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the Beatles, it was probably uh, Beatles different accounts. Uh, okay. I think it was literally. And I think, like, and I think the clients were there, like, uh, Robin Houston, Robin, uh, some company, can't remember. Uh, Harmony? Harmony is doing yeah. Robin. They were happy. They loved it. It's mm. the uh, it's the distributor right. in the US. They went like, we're not putting that on our shelves if if we if you give that guy pantless. And Robin was like, yeah, you know what? Anyway, I don't think that game's gonna be awesome. <laughs> like, so they scrapped the whole game. No, the game came out, but like with no publicity or right. something. They must have run some some you know some tests with people that were like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. So they were not that excited about the game, I guess. Um, well, anyway, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. I'm saying bullshit at the moment. I'm probably saying bullshit, but uh, but that never came out. So that was the first thing. I was a bit ah, that's frustrating. And then they told us, uh, yeah, we're gonna work on another one, but this one it will came out definitely. And I was the Beatles. Wow. And on that project, like the fucking best people I've ever worked with were involved. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. so 
Like Robert Valley was on this. Yeah, Alberto and Miguel. Oh, Alberto was so funny. Yeah. Good. That's so funny because we, uh, Alberto, uh, we, uh, he was sending us a PSD and he's like quite conservative of what he does, you know, like he doesn't want to fucking, pe- which I understand, he doesn't want people messing with this thing. We would receive the PSD and we, we, when you'd open it, there was like in fucking bold and text, like, don't fucking touch my PSD. Like, you know? <laughs> he's like, yeah, you don't touch it, you just don't touch it. You know? That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there was Alberto doing the, the thing, then uh, Robert Valley. Uh, there was a Daniel Kakuo doing the, the background. He's mm. he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. Like, uh, uh, Peter Dodd worked on that, yeah. didn't he? Yes, yes. The last we, we, the last guy we interviewed actually, yeah. and he he worked on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Peter Dodd worked yeah. on this. Uh, yeah, and like it was just another level. Like, yeah, you know, no, like, I I I watched it again recently, and it's not a heck of a lot of other things no. like that since it was a no. it was a hell of a team, and there was a few mm. people that I think probably. I hadn't heard of before I'd, uh, before that came out that uh, that I saw as a result of, mm, of, yeah. that, of that commercial. You could kind of see what they could do yeah. kind of at the top of their game when all working yeah. together. There's there's uh, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about. There's like a bunch of people that you seem to know, um, like Macbeth, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, are those uh, and you also friends with Jeremy Perez? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Did you did you know those guys before you moved to London? Or I knew Macbeth before, yes, Be- because uh, when I was still in school in Superficom, there was two schools. There was one in the north in Valenciennes, and one in the south in Arles. And uh, and when like basically, so I came in uh, half in the program. Like I did two years instead of four. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I finished the first year, my friend who I told about, uh, I told you you guys mm-hmm. about before, Rémi Chapoutou, was finishing his movie in the south. Mm. And we were like, you know what, we're gonna go help him. Um, and we went, and turned out like it never happened before. I was uh, when I say we was one of my other friend Quentin who was working at Framestar now. He came in London same as uh, same time as me. Together we knew each other from before. And we lived in the same city with Remy, and we we're like, yeah, we're gonna go help this guy. And when we arrived, people were like, this has never happened before. Like really? no one from the North School ever came in the South. Wow. Wow. So, so they like, kept quite separate, are they? I mean, the only way different administration. Each other is yeah. But it's the same course. It's the same course, it's different administration. It was a bit of a clusterfuck at the time. I think now it's under the same uh, right. label. Right. Is there competition between the two? Definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Okay. Yes. And which one's better than the one that you were at? <laughs> oh man, no, no. It definitely uh, changes every year. Like our year, they fucking... They, they butchered us. Like they, really? some of the movies that came out of their school really? were like, mm. yeah, yeah. Like thank God one group did a good movie our year on our on our mm. side, but but they were so above us. And the year after, we fucked them. <laughs> so I the, did the year after you left. Yeah, the year after you <laughs> left. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, it just went yeah. straight up, straight back up. There. And he was like, I worked at that other one anyway, man. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to that school. <laughs> No, yeah, and uh, so we went to help mm. him, and my best was there. Ah, okay. And, oh, so uh, he, I didn't know he did Super Forgot. Yeah, he did Super Forgot, which uh-huh. he will try to hide as much as he could. Maybe uh-huh. he did. He did. He did a movie called Sick Jones, which mm. is about, like, a, I guess, a, a, f- a UFC fighter who takes a potion and becomes crazy. It's about, like, sneakers and stuff. Uh, yeah, Most definitely you've seen Yeah, that. okay, yeah. It's about, like, magic sneakers. It's very Japanese kind of style. And he fights his agent, and uh, oh, okay, it does sound familiar. Yeah. At the time, it was big because there was like 
Yeah, they were wearing Nike uh, yeah. sneakers and they were ripped by uh, by, uh, by by actual commercials at the time. And uh-huh. quite, quite, you know, they they had style. Like that's the thing we, mm. we didn't have at the time. Those guys had style. And so I went there, and at some point, my friend like didn't need help anymore. And I was I went to my bath, and I went, dude, I've got free time. Do you want me to help? And he was like, yeah, cool. The good thing, like, okay, that's the story that you need to know. Is like my best at the time, everybody hated. Everybody told me, he's a fucking asshole. He's a fucking idiot. Like, he, he hates everybody. I was, like, intrigued by this. Like, you know, everybody had told me in the North, yeah, yeah there's this guy in the South, Macbeth, he's, he's an asshole. Did, did he call himself that at the time? Yes. Right. Yes, yeah. Okay. And uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, there's someone that nobody likes, you know. It's quite unique. And I arrived, <laughs> and he was, uh, he was so sweet to me, like, so mm-hmm. nice. And I saw him behave, and I was like, no, he's not an asshole. It's actually pretty funny. I guess it's just, like... People just like to hate someone, so so they won't get his humor. But I think he's pretty funny. Mm. So I told him, "Man, dude, like I've got some time. You can you do you want some help?" And he was like, "Yeah, come on over, and we'll do a shot together on, a, on this movie." And I was mm. like, "Oh man, cool!" And we did that shot, and we stayed friends from there. And he's not an asshole; he's an awesome guy. He's also an asshole, but uh, no, <laughs> not just that. He's a cool guy. Yeah. But at the time, like he loved that people were saying that he was an asshole. So any occasion that he had to like <laughs> say something mean to someone that they wouldn't understand, he was like, yeah, that's, I like that. So yeah. So that's how I met him and he moved in London and that's when I, I said, well, you know, I might go there. Mm. I need people. So yeah. have you, uh, have you kind of like written off ever going back to work in France again or are you? Oh, that's an interesting question. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago because like, I kind of feel like I've, no, I've done London. I don't mind right. staying here for a few years, but I'm like, yeah, I, that's cool. Like, how long? You've been here seven years. years. Seven years, right? So, like, I'm like, well, okay, that I, I've done now. Like, I don't, I feel like I've seen it. Like, I, I don't mind staying here. I, I do feel at home here. Like, mm. I literally call it, call it home. Mm. And, I, and when I go abroad, like, I Your English home. is quite unusually good. Thank you. How, how did you, uh, um, good English? I guess I, I spoke a decent English before. And um, and I think I, I think I think I watched a lot of movie as well. Mm. And uh, I've got, I think if I must analyze it, I think I got I've got a good ear. Like I was doing music as well, and I think uh-huh. it helps. Mm. Um, like I've always been okay or good in the languages. Like from like, in mm. in, uh, in class, like uh, Spanish, I could pick up quite easily mm. the pronunciation and, and that kind of stuff. Mm. So um, and it helped. Like it definitely helped, and uh, and I. I paid attention a lot to how people were. When I came in, it wasn't that good, but I, I was really paying attention to mm. how people were speaking so yeah. that I, I could get fluent. Because I, I've always said like, okay, you need to be fluent to be relevant, like uh, to so that it's not it needs to not be annoying for people to listen to you mm-hmm. because then you'll get your point across way way quicker. Mm. So I interrupted you while you were saying you you were whether you're gonna go back to France or. Not oh yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, uh, I thought about that because my girlfriend works in fashion. And um, and she works in she works in a company here in London, which is an amazing company. Mm. But you know, we're thinking, you know, how long is it? If she was to like maybe you know change job or something, mm. I, most likely it would be in France. You know, okay. she doesn't want to change her job now, but like in you know two years down the line, she might want to do that. So mm. it would be France. And I was like, do I really want to go back there? Mm. Uh, for a long time, I was like, no, France is shit, never going back there. But lately, I've been there. To see the CRCR, we were mentioning Jeremy mm. quickly. quickly. Uh, CRCR guys that are my uh, really good friends in France, and I, when I go see them and I hang out with them and I see where they work, I'm like you know, it could be, it could be cool. Mm. And we have like projects 
together and then we talk about them. Like, oh, we really? should do this, we should do this. Oh, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool to do something with those guys. They're all right, I guess. Those guys. Sorry? They're pretty all right, those guys. Yeah, I know a couple of them as well. Um, the one thing I wanted to like kind of dive into is that like, so when I met you first, you'd come over to work on Gumball. Yes. And I think, and then the second, and I think you was doing background design and... Yeah, I was, maybe at the time I was, I was still in background, yeah. And then I jumped in, I studied in background, then I, I, I became composite supervisor. Yeah. So that's the two first thing I did on the, on the second season. And then the, the, you were the, composting the, supervisor on the second season. I am still, yeah, yeah, I'm still there, yeah. Oh right, I thought you were. Excuse me. Yeah, no, no, yeah. But this is the like this is yeah. the kind of point is I was going to raise is that the next time I met you was in Annecy and you was like I'm writing on Gumball. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I just like so I mean I, I didn't know you from Adam so I don't know what like you were capable of but it seemed like such a different jump. Like but firstly, different... before you go into that, I have to yeah. say the composting of Gumball is it's absolutely sick. season two especially absolutely fucking the uh, and I have to say that it's been like referenced a bunch of times, yeah. like by people who are like talking oh, about to, uh, yeah. talking to me about like uh, you know, getting two D to work in live action or just getting different styles. To oh work man, work I learned so much about that. I still don't like watching it because I, you know, you know that you know. Whenever yeah. you watch something you've done, you go fuck. Did, did you influence that kind of look? I guess. Was well, you we have a, we have an artistic director called uh, Antoine Perez who definitely, you know, is you know, supervising everything. But I guess in a sense, I, yeah, I did help uh, um, achieve that look because, uh, you know, technically I knew how to do it and, uh, and also to sustain it, which mm. is a different, a different conversation. I assume it had been established somewhat in the first season. Not really, because, and it's, it's quite unique, but like the first season of that show, um, without slagging it up, because I think it's a great show, even the first season I think was, uh, was good. But it was so, it was like none of those people had done a show before. Like, that's literally none of the people who work on Gumball had ever done a show. So yeah. fully realized. Like, yeah, you know. like uh, the only person who, well, actually, not, that's not entirely true, but Ben Buckley, the creator, had mm. never done a TV show mm. for such a big network. Like, it's not, you know, not that many networks mm. are that big in, uh, in, in, uh, in kids' TV. He had never done it. No one knew how to do it. The only two person that had done on a, had done had worked on a previ- on a show previously were uh, Chuck Klein, the storyboard artist, the storyboard supervisor, really good, and Mick Graves, the co-director, yeah, which is a fucking rock star. Um, and uh, and he had done uh, he had done a monkey. What's it called? Monkey Dust. Uh, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knew he knew what he was talking about. But apart from those two, nobody quite knew. But they were all. And that's what made the difference. They were all young, passionate, motivated people that were really skilled. And they spent hours finishing the look. I've, like, I've seen the early test of Gumball. You would be amazed of how far it is from what it is now. Yeah, I'm seeing the pilot sketch, and that's really different as well. Yeah, it's really different, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's some stuff that came out of that company you wouldn't believe how bad it is. Really? And just because there was so many... Like, it was such an open mm. thing. Like, it's not like... I guess it's not like you do Adventure Time, what you have to worry about is story and design. On Gumball, there's like so many levels of like where you could fuck up or like, so what kind of animation do we do because we have 10 characters? Do we, uh, shit, should we should worry about frame rate. Shit, we should worry about uh, how's it going to sit on a, on, a, on, a, on a photographic background. Shit, should we put some 2D in the background? Let's try that. Oh, too much 2D. Like there's so many parameters there that when they deliver the first season, they're like, Oh god, it's done. It's not what we want. 
So we start, we almost started from scratch on season two. Really? Most of the backgrounds were redone, uh, which is a bit of a waste of time to be honest. But yeah, <laughs> we did that. Uh, all the design were changed. Subtly, yeah, they were tweaked. They, they were tweaked, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were tweaked. Uh, so they, they, there was a sense of uh, urgent, like urgency, like rush in the first season. They were like, yeah, we'll figure that out uh, mm. next season, if there is one, and there was one. So, mm. and that's when I jumped in. And, uh, and I was briefed by Antoine about what they wanted to achieve and I was like, cool, so like, there's a challenge there. There's something to be achieved. How did you get the job? I knew Antoine from, he's from my school as well. Right, like, okay. this is friend, so this kind of connection with Superfcom has been a pretty, pretty big... Uh, oh man, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like business school uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's like if you were from... Uh, in, a, in a frat. Yeah, it's like if you're from Uxbridge and you want to do comedy, like, yeah, yeah well, that's yeah, a good yeah. place yeah. to start, you know? Right, right. Uh, it was the same for me in animation, you know, you know someone who works for this, blah, blah, blah. I think yeah. It's a pretty good calling card, I think, that, uh, like, um, I've worked at a few 3D companies and they go and recruit, uh, yeah, they go and recruit in, uh, they always go and do their recruiting in France, Esme, oh, yeah? MCA, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Super Comp. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know what that I is. If you, yeah. I think if you've got um, your French passport, they're definitely, <laughs> look, they're definitely look twice at your yeah. uh, CV. But, uh, I think it's because, I think it's because French is such a conservative I, I honestly think that like changing song. your name to a French name like, would help. It would probably be yeah. like it. Then you'd have to be like, like um, a saucisson. That doesn't sound right. But like, and uh, it also what helped on Gumball is that most of like the director is French, like the sure. series creator is French. I had met him before. Mm-hmm. I guess it helped. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it also helped that despite the fact that it's a cool TV show, uh, they were pretty bad at recruiting at the, at the time. Like nobody knew that it was done in the UK. Right. If, it, if it had been done in Los Angeles, like I would have never had the job. Like literally hundreds of CV would have been in there, yeah. plus yeah. in their mailbox. Mm-hmm. But because they were done in the UK, nobody quite knew about it. Like mm-hmm. it's not aired in the UK. Right. So so if I had I not known someone from the job, I don't think I would have ever heard about it right, right. before season two. So you uh, so you like, knew this guy when I studied on the and I had always. I already been in in England for five years, I think. So mm-hmm. no, like I had. True. I guess I had experience. Having worked at Passion, definitely gave me confidence in what I could achieve. Mm. So, uh, and it also, it also helped me like realize when I can't do something, like I need to know straight away. Mm. Um, you, you know, there's a sort of alarm that goes in your head, like I'm not sure about this. And I've yeah. never done a job when 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 that thing was going on, like. Where you go, fuck, do I know how to do this? Mm. Am I good enough? What do you mean you've never done a job? I've always refused to take part of something where I've got that weird feeling where I go, I might not be the right person. Oh my God, I feel like that on every single job. Oh yeah? I think if I didn't enter a job, like, not feeling like that, I wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. just like I'm I I think that there's a, I I think this is another thing we maybe talked about before. It's like, there's a, there's a sort of distance from your comfort zone that you can actually do is You need to like no one knows they can swim in the deep end until you yeah. start fucking swimming. Actually, no, maybe no, maybe I, I actually question myself whether I'm too pretentious now, and I don't think I'm good. <laughs> no, no, wait, I don't think I'm. I'm like, uh, there's nothing I can't do. It's, it's sort of the it's like a cautious thing. Right? I, I, think think that, I, I don't do. think you were saying that there was nothing you can't do. No, 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 no actually, I'm saying the opposite. In yeah, 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 there's yeah. things that I can do. 
and let's not do the other ones. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I did once in the mill. I did. I did do something with that. Uh, with that single. I'm not sure you can do that. It was. Uh, I was a technical director on a commercial for at the mill, mm. literally handling everything, and that felt like it felt like you know you could feel that sting of pressure. No, no, mm. no. I was like, fuck! I better not fuck up because yeah. because they they trusted me. Like you know. And I, I and I think it worked. It worked out pretty. So I mean, that raises the whole question of kind of getting into the writing because had you oh yes, that we're seems about this. like that. I mean, that is the fascinates me like most about you because I mean, like I think everyone, if you're a director and you're making your own stuff, you kind of write your own short films. But to be able to write something that has to fit in with something that other people are writing yeah. and something, something that's already been written a whole season yeah. of to be and even just to. Like this is the most structured script for me. Yeah. So you were you were you were doing comping. You got the job as a comping supervisor. Yeah. And then I did that for uh, well for the the whole season. And what happened is that um, Ben, the uh, the series creator and writer on the show, and the two other writers at the time, James Lamont, James Lamont and uh, and John Foster, they were looking for extra writers because three guys writing forty episodes of a show in right. six months. They, you know, like literally a show a week. That's how fast we write this. Really? Yeah, and it's it's fast. Like, uh, like most shows take I think four weeks. But because we have a, and I'll talk more in in, in uh, more length about the writing process because I think there's something interesting in this. So yeah, basically they were at the end of the season. They were like, "Fuck, we need new writers." And I don't know how. I don't know why. I must have made a joke at the pub that Ben liked or something. And he came to see me for the last episode of the season and said. Hey, I think you're funny. Do you wanna do you wanna write an episode for Gumball with uh, with Jan Benedict that you mentioned before, and uh, oh, really? and Antoine who's a direct, uh, artistic director. And I was like, fuck yeah, man, I'm gonna do that definitely. Yeah. I was like, yeah, just. So is this something you thought about before? Oh, writing my my whole life, yeah. Right. Always. So the alarm bell wasn't going off then. You was like, oh, oh no, it this. was because yeah. like it put pressure on me, but like I knew like this is something I've been waiting forever to do, like. When I wanted to be a director in commercial, it was always ultimately because then I could maybe do my own stuff. Uh, because then if I put enough commercial uh, behind me, then then maybe I could do a, like a short and then I could do like a, a feature film. That'd be awesome. Right, right. Like, you know, I'm always trying to think like in the future what I want to do. And definitely writing was always something I wanted to do. Oh, yeah, cool, man. Yeah. And... Um, and so Ben said that to me, and I was like, "Wow, man, this is my opportunity. Like, I should, I should try." And we uh, we came up with a few ideas, um, which is what was really helping is that we knew the show by heart. We were yeah. we had done it, like we we just made it that show. Mm-hmm. So so we knew every single joke because uh, we 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 had to scroll through the episode for uh, eight months, and we came up with an episode called the Internet. Um, is which it you and you, uh, me, Jan, and Antoine. Uh, we wrote that yeah. episode with a band called The Internet. It's, that's awesome, that. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's quite different, actually, from the other episodes. Mm. So it was the last episode uh, ever uh, written on that second series, and it's an episode where... Um, it's quite a remember. It's I think whenever I've... I've heard a lot of people talk about that episode, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well. I was really likes that episode. Mm. Anyway, sorry, go on. Um, oh, that's cool. That's cool. People yeah. actually remember that episode. It's an episode where, uh, let me remember, it's an episode, yes, okay, that's the sorry point. It's an episode where Gumball puts, in, puts a video on, of himself on the internet by, yeah. uh, by mistake, and uh, he becomes sort of like, a, you know, he becomes viral, and, and, he, and everybody's making fun of him, 
and um, he, he he wants to remove the video from the internet goes to see the cyber police or whatever mm. they're bullshit mm. he you know and then he decides you know what I'm gonna go see the internet and he actually finds the dude who's the who's the internet and, and asks him to remove it <laughs> um, so that that's the thing but uh, so we came up with that idea it was totally different at the, at the beginning mm. but then Ben came in and was like no I don't think you're on the right idea that's the idea I was like well okay cool and we did so wait, 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 what? So you were doing, you were doing something so else? So we were like, we were like uh, working on ideas with the two other guys yeah. and we were then presenting to Ben one, one day. And the, and, and the idea that you presented was, it was a, it was it was a version the, of that. It was a version of that. It was a version of the internet where I think, uh, okay, we had done an ident for Gumball that worked pretty well on the internet where it's Banana Joe, which is a banana, mm. if you haven't seen the show, doing a dance. That's the wrong way he's dancing. Do yes. you know what? So this is a sidetrack in the conversation, but my girlfriend Lydia, like I showed her about Gumball, she got really into it, and she was like, "Damn, I've just found this thing of another dude like doing the dance. He gets his butt out or something, right?" Exactly. And his dad joins in or something. Sorry, I think his dad. His dad in, comes in. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah she loves that bit. Anyway, sorry. Go on. And yeah, and that bit was uh, like quite successful compared yeah. to other items we had done. This yeah. one somehow. Because it's a it's a it's a stupid banana or whatever singing. Yeah, it's it's showing his butt. <laughs> yeah, showing his butt. So uh, and we're like, oh man, you know, let's again. It's that idea of like doing like wrapping it in the universe. And we yeah. were like, what if that was a really you know we could use that. So my idea and um, was like, Gumball sees that video of banana joe and goes like, it's okay. fucking bullshit. Like, why is that so popular? Like, I could make a video that is that popular. <laughs> and. Um, and it, and the whole episode they were trying like him and Darwin were trying to make an, uh, a video yeah that would be better than Banana Joe's video and uh, and became more and more absurd like violent and stupid and like they were basically like being ridiculous like and at some point I think I think it was a long time ago but Darwin was like dude like you know if that's the price to pay for fame like I don't want to I don't want to be stupid like because Gumball was like we should. You know, the equivalent, if it were those, like, the equivalent, like, we should stuff stuff in our anus, like, that'd be cool, but the, the kids, the kids friendly version of that, like, you know, they were stupid, like, uh, maybe if I ate sausage with my nose, that kind of thing, and that was like, dude, I think, we're not even having fun anymore, like, we're trying to come up with other ideas, and we're not having fun, like, uh, we shouldn't be having fun, and, and Gumbo was like, no, you don't understand, it's all about fame, and at the end, this is deep, man. Yeah, yeah. It was deep, man. We're trying to use cool those kids. So. <laughs> Don't and put things in your anus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which then the network would have not anus, uh, nose, okay? Yeah. And it can be a three fifths nose. Uh, and that was the story I sang, and then mm. in the so end, you, you you actually came up with the sort of kernel of the story that ended up. Yes, we came up with this and a few other ones that were based on other. We had an idea that was uh, maybe we're going to use that. Are we going to use that? About like uh, about um, I think it was uh, mind readers something like okay. they went to see a mind reader that told told them what was gonna happen during the episode and the more they were trying to avoid it the more it happened. Right, it's right, going right. Like a, some kind of ideas that you feel on the paper. Yeah, it's fucking cool, and you try to write it and you why why did we fucking yeah. go with that? It's never gonna work. But then we presented a few episodes and Ben uh, said I like the internet thing, but I don't think it should be about fame because I. I don't think kids will relate to that. It should be about what do you do when you put a video on the internet and you want to remove it, you just can't do it. And we're like, fuck, you're right. I think that's a good... So what, he took it slightly away from the kind of moral... Yeah. Well, it's not that he doesn't like moral because he no, likes moral when it's, right. when it's twisted, when it's a okay. way yeah, yeah. to make it mm. not the usual always, moral. Gumball always kind of 
or from the episodes that I've seen, because I haven't seen, I've seen maybe six, I think total. Um, but uh, but it seems like they they generally have like a moral, and they have like a little switcheroo, and they fuck it up, kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah, definitely nullifies the whole point, yeah. of that, which is awesome. Yeah, I think a good Gumball episode is when. Uh, when at the end like he does a speech about charity and then he steals someone's money somehow like yeah, you know that's yeah. basically what I'm trying to do <laughs> yeah. um, because and I think that's what uh, that's what I like about the show is that mm. we admit that nobody's perfect mm. and uh, you know and uh, we don't like goody two shoes and that kind of thing we, yeah. we think it's actually better to like to say to people like you know charity is charity is important but let's be fair you know but it's a wicked punchline isn't it like I like that episode of the DVD and like it's all about them trying to like mm. redeem themselves yeah. and then even they get caught out and their mum comes to like bail them out and she's like look you know it's better just to be honest and yeah pay the money mean, and then the money is the fine is huge so they just run out yeah. yeah. I think and that's what, a wicked punchline. What we it? wanted to achieve is to have like a first ending that would be the ending that you would have in a Cosby show yeah. where everybody's happy and mm-hmm. then a second one where you go, yeah, let's fuck it up. All. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 our structure now. Uh, but yeah, and we wrote that episode the internet and and then it was like, okay, it's not a good idea, but it could be one. Let's let's make it one. Yeah. We had a few um So wait, uh, at this at this time you're doing compo- you still have I'm still compos- yeah, I'm still comp- like really? he goes like okay. do you have an hour like that? I go, Yeah, I'll launch a render and I like, come well, right so, 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 so you so you so you set up a render and then you go and storyboard <laughs> the entire episode. Oh okay, 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 okay. That's what I should mention about this show. Um this show is not written like any other animation show that I know of and we, we checked because we were like are we doing the right thing and we're not <laughs> so <laughs> the show is actually written like a sitcom like a proper sitcom we don't board the show while we write it right. we write it and then someone boards it which is uh, really weird actually mm. uh, any animation show like Adventure Time regular show uh, board artists will actually sort of write most of the but show that's a very American thing though it's like in feature films it's everything you know since Disney they write in the boards yeah and um, I, I don't is that a very American thing for cartoons they definitely do it like uh, I th- I, I don't, yeah because I remember on Family yeah. Guy Simpsons yeah. most of the, well Simpsons not we tend to try to write it like the Simpsons where okay. you re- we really have a writing room and we come up with the jokes and uh, because we do feel like uh, like it's it's all in the wording whereas in other shows like Regular Time and stuff I think it could be more in the regular action. time. Oh, regular, yeah. <laughs> this combination yeah. of the two. Uh, regular time. <laughs> those regular time. Uh, what's the new one? Uh, those regular time universe show. Yeah, kind of yeah. the amazing world of uh, Jake and Finn. Of Jake and Finn, yeah. Uh, those shows they're very action based, mm. and uh, and sometimes what people don't realize is that actually if you strip Gumball out of the the design, and if you forget that it's a blue cat, and then most of the characters are weird, it's almost a couch sitcom yeah, yeah almost yeah. that mm-hmm. sure it gets goofy and uh and and there's a bit where they run in the corridors mm-hmm. but apart from that it's there is action bits in it as well there's yeah. action bits because you want kids to like uh buy the dvd but uh <laughs> that is, that's not the only reason why there's action bits oh yes yeah, because we want a kid's money definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no but you know you want to put some reason but mm-hmm. our main because the action bits feel like to me like the action bits feel like they really fucking wanted to do those action bits. Oh, yeah. Right? No, well, well, yeah. 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 But sometimes it gets frustrating when you go, so you're going to take the fucking car now? Yeah, okay, that's a car chase. Okay. Right. Um, but but, yeah, but, but our, like, what we're trying to mimic and that people don't realise that for us, an ideal episode of Gumball is an episode of Cowboy Your Enthusiasm. Uh, your uh, enthusiasm yeah. Or a Seinfeld. Yeah. 
Yeah. Seinfeld is our main reference for this really? show. Really? Yeah. That's wicked. Seinfeld and... Uh, and does that come from the showrunner, Dan Buckley? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. He's, he likes American comedies that are, like, I guess, that are smart and, and, uh, and based on everyday life. So, um, I think that's why it, like adults like get it so much as well because like yeah, you can I just totally to. watch it like that, like definitely like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm really into animation, obviously, but like my girlfriend's kind of into it for because of me, but she cracks up at. I say. And Gumball. I'm so glad that I'm working on a show like this, by the way, because. And I, it's not too like. I think it suits me. Because that's the kind of humor that, like, when I came on the show, I didn't know the show so well. I had seen a few episodes. Right. When I came on the show, James Lamont, uh, John Foster's and stuff started delivering the first uh, scripts. I was like, "Wow, this show is hilarious! Like, it's actually funny! Mm. Like, wow, man! Like, this is actually like, and uh, to some extent, it's actually like what SpongeBob did to me. Like, when mm. I was laughing at it when I was yeah. twenty. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's like that's actually really funny and um, and clever. I was like, oh, cool, man." so cool to write on the show so that's why when you said you want to write I was like yeah yeah I'm definitely doing that and just to sustain to manage to sustain their level would be amazing um, so uh, like getting back to that that, that, part, that episode your pilot really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the internet so you finished it and then what also can we rewind a little bit <laughs> right, 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 right. so I, I just want to talk about how you how we did that episode? Like how you made that episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Like, so from start to finish. Like. So we have a, so here's the process of writing. We do a structure that we have to validate with Ben. And uh, you do that by yourself? So literally we say, uh, so we do, of course, we do like a, a two-line uh, sort of uh, synopsis of this thing where we go, it's an episode about the internet and... Uh, and this is just a conversation that this is just like, three of you guys yeah, have. And yeah. then, okay. Is that something you're interested in, Ben? Yeah, there's something in there. Then we do a structure with Ben. Uh, we have this three three act structure most of the time. It's sort of a straightforward structure where it's fifteen minutes, right? This it's eleven minutes, yeah. Right. Yeah. So first act is the problem. So you know they you know they stumble upon a, a, a problem. Second uh, act is going to be they're trying to solve the problem and they most likely make it worse. And third act is they actually uh, have to run for their lives most of the time uh, and. In the process, they, they solve the problem in a way that you wouldn't think so would solve the problem. Okay. And uh, at the end, there's a punchline at the very end. So that's, that's actually kind of a basic structure. structure yeah. Then you, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you take an episode like um, like the internet, the first act is which is uh, usually uh, shorter than your other, uh, other act. It's about it's almost like um, it's it's I think it's two minutes. Then we have four minutes, and then we have uh, mm. four other minutes. Like it's two four four mm. something like this. Uh, the first act of the internet is. We have a lot of jokes about being on the internet. And then at the end of this act, he pushes a button and uploads himself. That's the end of act one. Act two, he goes to school and he's like, yeah, that's cool, actually, I forgot about that video. Nothing happened in school and everybody at school is watching the video. So that's when the problem is, okay, I need to remove myself from the internet. And then we have trial, trial and fails. That's the, that's the whole act two where, you know, he will scan himself with his scanner in like a terminator way, you know, like <laughs> scanning himself and then obviously, that we will we'll see like a high-res version of his butt and we'll go, ah, okay, well, that's not the solution. They will try to go see the cyber police, whatever whatever fun idea we can come up with where we go, oh yeah, that'd be cool. Like, what could be a cyber police? Oh, it could be one of those old floppy disks and it could be like tr- clicking on every single pop-up. Like at some point, the idea we had for that character, because we were like, because we're cool kids, so we go like, yeah, police sucks. So even cyber police sucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, and we're like, yeah, cyber police, like, you know, they, they, they obviously suck there, they have to. Uh, that guy could actually be clicking on each and every pop-up, like, he could be like, oh, cool, like, get distracted, like, oh, I could win a car. <laughs> right, so he's clicking, yeah. he's not trying to close them, he's trying to win the iPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea that we had originally for this guy is that the kids were like, well, you don't understand, like, don't click on the fucking pop-ups. And at the end, like, there was some delivery guy coming like, we've got a Ferrari car and a boat for you. <laughs> and the kids were like, it actually works. Okay. <laughs> um, but that guy can't solve anything. Like, he, yeah. he has like, oh, I have to send an email. And he puts like a post-it note in the, in the CD, a drive. And, the, and they're like, okay, you're useless. Yeah. And at the end, they go, oh, we, we're going to go see the internet. And, um, and the third act of this episode is that it's been weird, but the internet is fucking up with um, with every single electrical appliance. So they're in the street and like a uh, screen start, uh, mm. like you know, there's that thing where they, he can see them on Google Map, uh, right, 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 and he's like trying to put fire to like uh, stuff to to, and they go, where, where can we go? Where there's nowhere, where there's no internet, and there's a cut, and they're right in the middle of the park, where there's no, where there's no. <laughs> Okay, that's good actually. Yeah. And they reach this guy and they go, Internet, come on, man, you have to put my, uh, to remove my video. But then that would be, the, I guess that would be, uh, any other show would be, yeah, like, it's not cool to make fun of kids. And that's not the ending we wanted. So uh, we, we talked about this and we're like, you know what, actually, sure, it's not cool, but like at the same time, you know, it happens mm. and we're not going to solve this. So maybe people who upload themselves should also maybe part of the problem solving is to like once you've done it go ah yeah okay you know what i'll live with it you know mm. let's not make a big deal of this so at the end they go uh, they go see the internet and they're about to unplug the, the dude and the dude is like no no wait think about all the other stuff on the internet and we see like a montage of kittens or whatever yeah and they go well actually you're right internet like yeah, we don't want to unplug you because there's some cool stuff, but there's also yeah. try to not be that mean because I, I, that's what we deeply believe about this, mm. like about this issue. It's not like don't don't give access to uh, computers to kids. It's more like mm. just be careful, kids, because mm. the internet is a fucker. So we will be <laughs> mm. as we'll discover when it's and we do <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly by uploading this <laughs> my own medicine. Yeah. But uh, and we do feel like it's more instructive to like not think kids are idiots and go like don't touch. Don't touch uh, a pan when it's on the on the on, mm. on the stove. Like they yeah. know that. Like, just try to treat them as as adults, and they will get mm. the, the message. So so you uh, so you pitched an idea to Ben, and then yeah. he came yeah, back, shit, I'm uh, so bad and then he uh, and then he um, he validated that structure. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and, then then went, and then you sat down and did a first draft. Yeah, and then you presented the first draft. Uh, yeah. Well, for so that first episode, because we hadn't written any before. He sat down with us and we actually wrote the draft with him. Together, right. Together. So we, uh, he was like, all right, we'll start from the top. Okay, where could they see? And we'll go, mm, okay, maybe they're in their room and like the blinds are closed and, they're, and it's sunny outside. Oh, yeah, maybe that'd be funny if everybody else was having fun outside because, you know, uh, like some of us said, oh, yeah, when I was young, I hated it once my mom said, like, go outside when I wanted mm. to play computer. So one of us will say, oh, yeah, like we, we open on the, on the street and everybody's playing, like, you know, they're playing frisbee or whatever, and then we cut straight to them with like drinking Coca Cola with mm. piles of junk food, and they're like on the internet watching videos. So you will say that, and you'll draft like just go like, and then Darwin could say this, and the couple would say that. And, and I had just never done it in my life. And it's have you had you read books about like sort of story? Have you read sort ben of said, like and you need to read those two books before you. Uh, Which ones? Uh, Solstein, amazing book. Uh, Solstein, which is called. 
We put it so in, we put it in the next time. It's really good. Okay. This one's really good, but it's mm-hmm. really it's more about literature than yeah, than yeah. actual screen screen. But Ben was just like, before you go any further, yeah. you've got to read these. Bits. And I did it. And, and which was the other one? Uh, the other one I, I don't remember. I think probably like Save the Cat or something like this. Um, and I didn't read them. I started and I was like, you yeah, I'll figure it out. You didn't read them. No, no, no. Oh, right. No, I kind of felt like uh, I started and I was like, oh, yes, I think it's like the Solstein one. It's called like The Man with, her, with the Thousand Faces or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's really interesting. It's really interesting, but I was like, you know what? I kind of want to see. And did you subsequently this... read them after? Hmm? Did you subsequently read them after? No, I think I stopped. <laughs> I think I stopped. I, think I, stopped. Oh, I did read most of it though, uh, before, but I was like, you know what actually I kind of want to see if there's some is there some way this could be organic like if yeah, I could yeah. come up with not my extended but my knowledge that anybody else has of cinema and having watched cartoons and short mm-hmm. movies and will that come in, in balance will that will that be enough mm-hmm. and in a way it is like I think I think if you read too much about doing stuff sometimes you don't yeah, so yeah. I, was, I was like oh look if I if I draft that thing and I realize that definitely I'm missing I'm missing some knowledge yeah. then I'll go back to the book but I want to at least the first time I want to give it a try without like mm. having read what a hundred specialists which are way better than we have to say about the stream mm. so I didn't read the book entirely I read like the first chapter okay. and, uh, and I went in and it was okay actually because it's about being funny and uh, and and that definitely helped that I was speaking English properly yeah uh, that that's when I realized that I was mm. okay in English but I needed to improve a mm. lot and uh, and I could, but I could do, get. Do you watch a lot of British comedy? A lot, yeah, 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 yeah. I tend to to watch a lot of yeah, a lot of British comedy, a lot of. Uh, if you'll you know if Ben says like that was the reference for this, I'll go I'll go check it out. And okay. same for me actually, you know, uh, I introduced him to uh, Doug Stanhope not too long ago, oh, yeah. and I said you don't know this guy, right. fuck man, he's the funniest. Go go what? And we actually, he came like. You know, he came like two days after and he said, uh, you know, that didn't fall in, you know. He I, didn't like I, it. No, no, he said like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I wrote it down and I watched everything he's done then. And I was like, oh yeah, I thought you, you just didn't care about that. He said, no, yeah. no, no, I watched each and every show is my favorite comedian now. Like, cool, man. Right. So like, we actually come up with names and like, you know, we 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 find new sources of humor and we try mm. to uh, not, if we're good, we try to not steal jokes. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah. But, Put that new influence. It's so not actually, language, isn't it? It's yeah, quite it's a language. Hard, exactly. Yeah. It will, uh, you know, will base a joke on a structure of Doc Stanhope, which is fucking weird because, like, yeah. you know, he will talk about abortion and stuff, and we're yeah. like, how can we translate that for a six-year-old? Uh, <laughs> I think, but I think that, like, for example, with this uh, internet episode, it's just so clear that, like, yeah. what you're talking about, yes. what is, you know, what's yes. applicable for it. it's like, uh, yes. you know, I, I haven't seen the episode myself, but it it, it seems like. Yeah, uh, you know, everyone's got a relationship with the right. internet. Yeah, they? and uploading things that they didn't want to, and like maybe like these podcasts. Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we're trying to. Oh man, and Ben will try so hard to get every anything that he yeah. can get that is like uh, that is like not safe for kids. He will like hammer it, well, and it will never go in. Was it um, was it you who was telling me or something? I was talking to someone, and you were going that like you throw so much shit at the wall, Hamilton. How, yeah, that's it. It's in one of the um, uh, in one of the podcasts we did with um, Oliver Hamilton. He was saying that with the writers, you just put so much yeah. stuff that can't get through into it that like they 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 can only yeah they've only got the kind of brain power to take out yeah. so much. It's the blue dog thing, isn't it? Like who yeah. did that? 
the Blue Dog. It's a series that like uh, I I don't remember who because I'm 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 not I'm not clever enough. But like some some write, very famous writer used to uh, call this the Blue Dog effect, where he would uh, make the bl- the dog blue, and then you can you just at least change the color of the dog to oh yeah I made blue oh yeah I made brown. And like they wouldn't care about the rest because there was this obvious problem. <laughs> oh, you said blue? Oh, yeah, sorry. And yeah. And, and the rest will go, go through. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think that that like in any kind of relationship with a client, in in terms of like managing psychology, whatever, yeah. like you do have to think about those kind of things. Yeah. And, like when I've been more kind of in the position of being director, I've noticed that I fall for the same kind of shit as well. Yeah. yeah people yeah. will go like yeah. they'll present me something and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you've got. Um, is, is the dog meant to be blue? Yeah, and then and then you'll kind of you know you you'll kind of be like, there's also that kind of thing of like, you know, like how much am I going to put these people through? Yeah, you know, like mm. how many retakes are we going to yes, take? No, like, yeah, should we get expensive? As doesn't care, and it's good. I think I oh, they don't care. Oh, Ben doesn't care about. That. Oh, right, like, yeah. he will try to push as long as mm. you That's know. Yeah, he'll get like five like, no's before he goes, all right, maybe we should drop it. Right. Literally, we dropped a Breaking Bad reference a couple of days ago. You dro- there was one in... There was a Breaking Bad reference in Gamble. And you dropped it. And we had to drop it. Like, ah. And we saw it and we're like, that's never going to go through. Never. What was it? Uh, I can't... Uh, uh, maybe, maybe it'll be reworked. So I can't tell exactly what it right, was. Right, but right. like, it was obvious that it was Breaking Bad. Right, right, right. And I was like, Wow, this is good. True, this is so good. Was it blue with rock candy? <laughs> well, almost. Uh, but yeah, and like you know, but Ben will be like, nah, that can work. I'm not, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push. And then somebody goes, nah, didn't work. They, they don't want that. What what what's the most like proudest joke you've got through where you're just like, I can't, I can't believe we got that through. Oh fuck, we got something lately which was crazy. Uh, what was it? Oh shit, I don't remember. But sometimes it will get picky on things when you go, seriously? Like, we can't say that? Oh, okay. Like, we did, we, we were literally... So who are, the, who are the censors? Is it the... It's the... Um, uh, how do we call them? It's the... Uh, Cunts? No, 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 because they would censor that. Oh. Uh, we can't say that. Um, no, uh, it's basically, it's, in, it's intern. Like, they have... Um, in, because, okay, so I work for Cartoon Network, and Cartoon Network is owned by Turner. Which is a Warner Brother oh, company, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. I'm saying, yeah, or no, Cartoon, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah. Time, so it's a big thing. Yeah, Time Warner, yeah, yeah, yeah Time yeah. Warner company, another one, yeah, yeah. Uh, and because we're under that big, massive company thing, uh, we have to, we have rules and regulation from the U.S. So whenever we finish a script, we send it. Uh, the executive producer here reads it and says, "Like, guys, seriously, don't don't talk about rape." And, uh, <laughs> literally. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and then you and then we'll change it and we'll go. Oh, right, sorry, we meant grapes. And 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 then we'll send it to the US, which will go. The kids have to wear a helmet. They have to have seat belts. They have to have this. Blah blah blah. They will go through each and every scene and go like, yeah, uh, this is okay, but uh, they have to have uh, you know this. Blah blah blah. Like literally, we have stuff. And sometimes they come up with things where you go. Well, they go like, yeah, we we know that reference, and we go, well, we don't. Like, sorry, <laughs> at that time we did. Like, like a couple of reading too much into it. Like, there was a phone number thing. Like, uh, I think one of the characters like is like giving his phone number, and they were like, yeah, four to zero. We know it's a drug reference, and we're like, a drug reference. What? Like, I think you're a drug addict, dude. If you know that, <laughs> I didn't know that. I think you know because you're fucking Walter White. We didn't know that. Like, 
they were like, yeah, four oh two dudes seriously stop trying. Like, no man, like we don't know. Like get some telephone number. <laughs> how, how 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 do these communications come through? Is it like an email? Yeah, yeah. Where you get and, yeah. and it's from a it's from from the oh shit, how do we call them? And it's like, hey, how's it going, guys? Compliance, like, compliance, compliance, right? Okay. Right, right. So it's from it's people from within Turner, Time Warner, whatever. Yes, in uh, and they and they'll go. Are they kind of lawyers? Do, do, do they write their things in a, in a kind of computer way where it's like oh, they no, no, themselves, no. or they're like. They will go like guys. Seriously, don't. No, 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 no. no, no so literally, they will take the draft, right. the actual written uh, script, and they will like quote lines and go. I oh, can't say that line because of this. Mm-hmm. And it's, no, honestly, most of the time, it's it's valid. It's absolutely valid. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, uh, one of the you know there there are issues that we're not entirely aware of. Um, you know, religion being one in the U.S. And sometimes you know it's just a it's just a, it, they're not ruining the episode. Not not always. Sometimes they're just like, oh, oh, sorry, we're sorry, but that term is actually a Bible term and we should probably refrain from using this. And we, oh, okay, we need to know. Right. I, I have a question that I wanted to ask about this, uh, about the, uh, about your writer's room, right? Yeah. Uh, how many of you are native English speakers? Um, three. Out of five. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the new writer... So it's just you and... Oh, wait, wait, wait am, I, am I forgetting you? What the fuck? They're going to hate me. So it's Antoine? So no, Antoine is not anymore on this. He, uh, okay, uh, right. okay, so with the episode that we wrote together, um, we did a few drafts for it, and Ben at the end said, yeah, I'm going to keep you, me. Hello. Really? Uh, he said, like, yeah, man, I think you should come back next year. You're, you're good. And the other ones, I think... I think it's not that they're not funny. As I think that maybe... They're, they're, well first Antoine is super busy like you know he right. knew like he's not going to do that for a living he's, he's too busy on the show and too valuable on the show mm-hmm. and comp is all, uh, only 8 months Antoine is here for like 15 months in a row was it just right. a way of getting you off the compositing was that no because I'm still doing this but, oh, uh, but he was like no dude like I think you should also do that because you're, you're good at it uh, I'm quoting I'm not bragging um, <laughs> and I was like oh, okay you should can we make this work out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to because it'd be a shame to not have you. Like, okay, cool. And uh, yeah, nice thing is because he didn't speak English as well as I do. Yeah. To be fair, like I think not practice again. Like, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't practice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, go watch Forty Hours and come back. Um, <laughs> but like no, I um, and it's because and I understand that because even me and I think I, I speak a decent English. Sometimes I know that the reason. Like, you know, I will I will trip on a on a word and it's and it's it's not annoying, but it's not as good as if I were if it was fluent. And sometimes also I'm limited. Like, I, that's what I re- I realize. I'm I'm limited. I, I don't know I don't know many words for dog. You know, like uh, I'll go yeah, dog, uh, bitch. We can't use. This is just a dog, and uh, and you know, if you're English, you'll go no, oh, there there's always a way to name a dog. We could uh, call it by his uh, breed or whatever, and I go. Yeah, you deal with this. Like I know I don't know how to do this, right. Right. and it's actually it's actually limiting sometimes that uh, that I'm French. But at the same time, the good thing is for me, what made a difference for me is that I'm an animator. So visual gags, I know if they're doable or not, and like yeah. I make the show, so I know I I had a strong sense of what it could look like. And mm-hmm. sometimes writers, it's very difficult for a for a, for a, a normal writer. To come up with visual jokes because they'll go, what's the limit? Like, how can like they don't know what's two D, what's three D? Yeah, They're not yeah. interested in that, and they yeah. shouldn't. So I go, no, 
let's not do that. Let's not. Uh, let's not do a thing where uh, where we do a zoom for like uh, through the background and fly over the city. Let's not do it. It's not possible. Yeah. Let's find an alternative that could be funny. Yeah, and that's what saved me. And I've got the same approach that Ben has. Mm. You know, he comes from animation, so he knows how to do it. But he's all, he was also into comedy. Mm. So that's our background, and it helped us definitely. And you, so you've been writing. From last episode, season two. I wrote the last episode and went back in Com to finish the season, and then I started writing again in, I will say, March of this year. Of uh, 2013, sorry. Okay, and then that's for season three. That's for season three, and I wrote 32 episodes. 32 episodes? Yeah, up until uh, December the the 8th of December. And out of how many episodes is that? 40. 40, and I wrote 32. Wow. But not on my own, though. Like, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, yeah. And, ha- and so, so how does it work, sort of? Day-to-day, um, like, you... Well, we have a week to uh, write an episode, so on a Monday, we come with fresh ideas that we present Ben, and Ben will be in the room with us, and then go, oh, you know what, I saw that this this weekend. Because that's the thing about this show, is that it's very, very based on Ben. Like, the characters are mm. his actual family. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, his sister is named Anna. His best friend is not called Darwin, but it... It's, mm. yeah, I think it was probably his nickname or something. His dad is called Richard and his mom is called Nicole. So it's like very much based on it. Wow. And, and you know, that's it's fuel the same for The Simpsons, like, I think, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, I think it's the same for yeah. Simpsons. Homer is Matt Green's yeah. dad. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. And he called them uh, Watchersons because he's a huge fan of Hobbs. And I think it's good fuel for us like to know that, you know, so far that what has worked is like do something that he can relate to. So most likely, if he comes up with something and goes, oh, I want to do an episode about this, it's most likely going to be Gumball. Like, it's most likely going to fit in our frame because yeah. he's the frame, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. when he says, like, uh, oh, man, this weekend uh, I was uh, at the pub and something, there has to be a way to translate that into a kid. Right. You know, and he's also very aware of what's comedic and uh, what we can do. So you will, he will go, I had this... It's like this happened to me and this is yeah. a great idea. Or someone like, else will. Like, it's just but he will give that to you and you run with it kind of thing. We, we will go as far as doing the structure with him. Right. Uh, sometimes he won't have the time so we'll just do like a quick three points. Like, okay, first time you'll figure out the structure and we figure out. But at the end of the first day we need to have a solid structure. Bullet pointed. First day. Yeah. Outline. So there's one full day of outline. Um, and then he comes at the end of the day or the end of the next morning and he goes, well, no, I want to change that, I want to change that, I want to change that, which is the structure. And uh, ideally, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we, we write the full draft right. with dialogues. And on the Friday, we, um, on the Friday we, uh, we read it and we punch it up. Yeah, we do punch up on, the, on Friday with the two dialogues. Punch up means type I mean, uh, means improving it in terms of like uh, local jokes okay. and go like nah, there's something funnier than this like you know there is some yeah, things, there is like there is some things about Gumball which I really like actually like there's there's something about it which is like doesn't make that much sense it's slightly surreal there's one guy who's a cat another guy who's like a Fish. Yeah, he's a fish. <laughs> yeah, he's a fish. Yeah, he's a fish who grew like yeah. So it's Darwin yeah. is the fish. Right? Darwin is a fish. Yeah, which but, is a which may be the best joke we managed to get in. Like have a fish that's called Darwin right, in right. the US. Who's got legs? Yeah, who's got legs? Yeah. I think I think that's as far as we went. <laughs> yeah, but not everybody got that. And then and then, then you got like sort of various other species like in yeah, the so, as well. What else is there? Uh, the family is a rabbit. The dad is a rabbit, yeah. and so is the daughter. Yeah. Um, and that, that comes from Ben wanting to uh, to differentiate his, his uh, dad and his uh, sister from mm-hmm. his mom. 
and him because I think his clothes are from his mum, so he's mm. got the same design. So yeah. there's that level of surrealism, but I feel like there's also a level of kind of like I think it's very pollination going on with uh, yeah, it's definitely branded. Yeah. Um. Uh. But the uh, with for example the fact that um like they use they, they all have American accents. Yes. But they use quite oh, a yeah. lot of like colloquial English words like they say trousers yes. instead of pants yeah. and stuff like that. Well, maybe that's a mistake though. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, yeah we go. It's, a, it's actually funny, like, along the way, we, uh, we realize that there's some stuff that we do automatically, and we go, okay, so we just, maybe we should write down that that's what we do from now on. Like, uh, I don't know it's, I don't know if everything is worked out, like, people always uh, tend to think, like, man, I'm really clever. Um, I remember uh, reading an, uh, an interview of uh, Dan Harmon from uh, Community, where, um, and, and, and actually Vince Gilligan from Breaking Bad, where, like, he was like, yeah, all of our fans say we're really smart, but actually we most of the things that they notice and they go, fuck yeah, he's a donut. We didn't. Yeah. We just, just happened to, you know, but mm-hmm. we didn't figure it out. It was just, yeah. uh, and it's the same for us. Like, for example, like, now we made a concept out of the fact that people in TV are live action, but originally we were just like, oh, what could we put in that TV? And as a joke, we're like, hey, let's film this guy. Okay, because yeah. we, because everything, anything could be done. But yeah. now we go like, hey, maybe something cool in there if they were to watch TV and there's live action so let's keep it live action now yeah. whenever it's inside the TV uh, hey those two guys they have like we came up with that concept that the the planets and the stars are characters as well and they yeah. always have British accents right. because like oh yeah cool actually that the planets have British accents that are quite smart and like posh and then mm. you know okay that makes sense for an American you know audience it could be cool so and the same for a few words that we use are you know the way that they call it themselves dude and the, and the few expression it just sort of comes along there's the like way. a natural kind of language yeah. and behavior to that world yeah. that is now kind of like a rule book but it kind of it kind of feels quite modern it kind kind of feels like quite international yeah. in a way that it's, yeah. it could go out in a bunch of territories and i kind of feel like a film or or a show like that wouldn't have come out like 20 years ago when mm. there wasn't maybe yeah like you know, french people making you know, TV series in the UK with potentially some sort of American audience in yeah. mind, and all that yeah, no, definitely, that's 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 crazy to me. And I think I think it's a good thing that we're in the UK, by the way, because we have no idea whatsoever of how successful or unsuccessful a show is. Mm-hmm. Like we're so remote from the actual people watching it. Sometimes it's frustrating what do you mean? because it's I like, like, but it's shown in this country. Yeah, but it's mine. It's not very popular in the no, it's Well, it's, it's just on Cartoon Network and nobody has Cartoon Network in the UK. Right. In the US, if you have a kid and you don't have Cartoon Network, you could probably get sued. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can care of you know? Man, that's an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but just, um, so like, you could, could probably get millions of dollars from it. There's another question I've got, but it's kind of about Sonic Hill. So we milked this this bit about what, Gumball yeah is there yeah, any more questions I don't, know. I don't know what milking counts as I could go for another because there's so much I want to learn but I don't know if we've kind of tried to fuck it man just carry on um, yeah, another thing stuff. like that I mean when I heard that you what background you came from and I didn't even know like that you, you did kind of post stuff and, and then uh, from my knowledge you kind of did a bit of directing and you was oh, a yeah, background we artist and stuff like that and then so I met you first, you was working background comp on Gumball. The next time I met you, you were writing Gumball. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I met you after that, you were working... But doing comp at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And then the next time I met you, you was um, doing stuff with Darren Brown. 
Yes. Is that right? Oh, yeah. As well as writing and comping dumbbells. Yes. I mean, you're like a fucking what snowball. Gonna, I don't know. I'm scared to think of what you're going to be doing next time I meet you. You're going to be like <laughs> the <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> you yeah. will be the internet. Um, my next move is that I'm trying to get uh, Kanye West to uh, work with me, but that hasn't worked out so far. I believe you, man. Like, I've actually you met him. Really? Yeah. He didn't, um, didn't recognise me, but um, no. Well, okay. What happened is that um, <laughs> didn't recognise you from your work on. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You haven't done it. Yeah, she probably maybe she'll watch that one day. Yeah, uh, whatever she's called, North. Um, so yeah, okay, like, so when I okay, well, here's what I think I have to go back a bit. When I was at Passion, I did crazy extra hours. I was yeah. naked. Like I, I came home. I wanted to do a bit of illustration. I came home. I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not touching a computer anymore. Mm. Uh, and that's why I left Passion. As as happy as I was of the work that I had done there, I was like, you know what, I, I missed actually doing something for me. Mm. I should find a job that is uh, give me a bit more time. Yeah. And that's uh, and Gamble Gamble presented itself, and I was like, yeah, that seems like it runs for such a long time that I, it cannot be that many extra hours. Mm. And I I will make sure that maybe there has to be a way to make it without doing extra hours. Yeah. And there is mm. because uh, my philosophy about this has always been, if you're doing extra hours, you're doing something wrong. Or someone has done something wrong. The client. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a commercial, it's easy to do something wrong in a span of a month. You know, a client could very well be fuck. We fucked up. But actually, actually, like we don't want like that. Like we want to change the whole idea. Well, that person fucked up. On the TV show, it lasts for twelve months. Like if if you do extra hours every day, there's some like there's a major flow in the thing. So yeah. like, I'm I'm sure they'll. So they'll what time do you get home in the evening? 6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.6.30am.
indie sort of uh, jazz um, uh, what's it called like Foxtrot band or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they uh, and they were like oh by the way we might need you because we're going to do a video clip in animation we don't know who's going to do it yet but we might need you for some background and Hugo was like but I know people like that we could do it and uh, and they were like oh, okay yeah, like okay talk to your friend about this um, and he said like hey do you want to do a, a video clip like they're actually like they didn't pick a song so like we should pick a song ourselves and and, and like present something I was like fuck that's ideal man like they want a music video, they don't know for what song and they don't know what they want exactly. Like that sounds like a cool stuff. And um, and because I had previous experiences in companies, I was like, I don't want an I don't want an agency behind this. I want to go straight to the client. Mm. So cut that bullshit. And we um, and that was awesome. We did a we did like a PDF of intentions and we couldn't fail. Like we had the guys that had made the cover and they wanted a music video that looked like the cover. Yeah. Who else could do it? Um, I had a good CV and all the people that I had involved in this were the best in London, you know. Mm. Um, for them it was a win-win situation where they don't have to go through, through some bullshit agency, tell them what's wrong so that they can tell us what's wrong and it comes back and it's still not good because some information had been lost in the process. So we did, we did something sort of unique where we went straight to the band and we said, and to the label and went, look, here's my plan, here's the schedule. Here's the deliveries that we have planned for you. Here's the, 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 the animatics that we have put in place. And here's the graphism that you're going to have. It's exactly, it's going to be exactly that. But you have to trust us, not go through a, an agency, and, and, and we can do it. And they went like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. And we did it. And mm-hmm. the three of us did. It, did. Did you get paid very much for it? Or was that... Was uh, yeah, yeah, it was well paid. Okay. That's the same. Like, they were not even joking with us. And like that put so much pressure on us. Because so how did it wasn't, the label like, feel about small... that? Because the band's getting their money from the label. I right? think the label trusted the band. Like, they, they, they had that kind of that sense of indie. And we won the competition against big companies as well. Um, and we won it because Hugo was involved. And that they, they the pitch us. that you did, was that in person? Or was that by email? Or was that by the... I think or... Hugo pitched it in person. I did it. I did the, I did the PDF and the production side of it. Like the, the written, usual, nice sentences, bullshit. Mm. That I did that. Um, and we did the, um, the storyboard. Like, I think we, we probably sent a, a start of the storyboard. And I, like... That's, that's it, that thing I told you about. Like, we all felt confident. Like we hear the music, the, the, we selected the tracks that we wanted and this, the same re- references popped in our heads straight away. We're like, yeah. oh, what if we were to do like something that's loosely based on Metropolis, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking about um, uh, Le Roi et l'Oiseau as well, which um, is a yeah. French uh, amazing movie. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And that could happen and like, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And the uh, and what if it was based in a universal exposition from 19... 19- oh yeah, that'd be awesome. And Robots Attack? Okay, cool. So we were on the same line and, and, and we had the feeling that we could, like technically I was certain we could do it. Hugo was like, yeah, I can, I can pull it off. And Jeremy was like, yeah, I can animate three minutes in a month, no problem. And so we were like, okay, let's do it. And we presented something that I think was spot on for what they wanted. And, uh, and they went like, okay, you get, the, you get it, you do it. And when they actually said, you're doing it, that's when I, the, the penny dropped. And I was like, wow, so like on top of Gumball, I'm gonna leave <laughs> at seven. Mm. And I'm gonna to have to have a music videos in. And you have a relationship in. with a yeah. uh, female. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, to, yeah, not yeah. Yeah. I didn't. That didn't. Yeah. That <laughs> didn't. That was left aside. I, I, I couldn't work at that time. And yeah, like, we had three weeks to do three minutes of animation. Three weeks. Yeah, that was one month, including pitching. Fucking hell, man. And uh, but like, 
Three weeks, though, is like... I don't feel like an insane schedule is probably sustainable for a maximum three weeks. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna not sleep... And, and then didn't like, know, by the way. ...make yourself ill. And they didn't know. We didn't tell them, oh, and you know what? We're going to keep our day jobs. They, had, like, they were certain that we were working on it. Did you have any well. of it to... So, so I, Jeremy uh, was working on Gumball animating in the day and yeah. going home and animating at night. Yeah. And, and I did was three minutes and I did, did I rendered the whole... You go almost fucking died. He did like, oh man, that was, that was crazy, like crazy. It was such a good experience though. So I did, um, I was in charge of the pipeline, like do, doing the, the bit of producing that was needed to be done to, uh, to keep track of the assets and the main. So I was doing this, I was doing, doing the animatic. Uh, we did the storyboard animatic, animatic first with Jeremy. Hugo wasn't involved so much in this because he's more of an illustrator. So he was like, you guys do this, even though we had discussed what it was about. And then I did uh, all the 3D. I, we hired a friend of us, uh, Lucas Vigo, uh, who did the animation. Some he did the rig as well, and uh, we hired another friend of us to do the compositing. And then we had a few friends help out at, yeah. the, at the end. But that was enough because we knew where we were going. So like there was no, there was no, no sense of like. There was no R&D because we knew that technically it wasn't going to be complicated. There was no artistic research because the cover was what we had to match and he yeah. had done the cover. So it was straightforward. And we were really happy with the result. It was good. Yeah, it's a great music video. Yeah, it's an, yeah, it's an okay music video for like three guys working at night, I guess. Yeah. And it gave us the confidence like, wow, we actually did it? Cool. And we delivered in time. And all of the... Uh, all of the uh, the promises that we had made with the clients, like we're gonna, sh- you're gonna show this, 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 as those days, we kept them up. Mm. So like, yeah, that works. And after that, I did a few music videos for a friend of mine who's a rapper in France. I did a few things because I always wanted to keep busy. Mm. So yeah, and Darren Brown, yeah, which is what you asked me about. Um, but that led from that kind of. Um, yes, because the guys that we, I, I hired one guy to help me on the compositing on the job which is a really good friend of mine from Spotify.com as well. I had like, fucking like, I, I talked about Darren Brown every single day with him. Like I was, right. I was obsessed by him at the time. I was like, it's fucking Darren Brown, blah, 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 blah. He does this and then the guy doesn't remember. We, and then he was like, oh, you're so annoying. And one day he calls me because he had worked on, uh, on Ghost the Musical. Okay. With yeah, some yeah. guys, I knew some guys, I knew some guys, I needed some, someone to work on on some graphic stuff for a magician and uh, and I told him like he called me because like hey man uh, that dude that I worked with and uh, on Ghost told me that he might need someone to work with a magician and I was like yeah like he's gonna be there but and he was like it is and I was like oh like you know I was like oh man you're so fucking lucky I'm so jealous and he was like well wait for him because he he needs two people I was like yeah 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 I'm doing that and it was awesome so did you quit Gumball's work on that? It was the end. It was also it was oh, right. like it was the end of Gumball, and I uh, and we jumped on a on the. Van. And what was your involvement in the project? I still kind of don't know. I remember talking. Yeah, about it's very it's very cryptic because I, well, I can't really you talk about. It. I can talk about it now, but at the time I couldn't post anything on you, and right. I can I can't show it. I can talk. I can explain what it what yeah. we did, but uh, but I, I couldn't show it. So it's a bit of a, yeah. Work for a damn brand, you'll never know what I did. What we did is that. Um, we uh, we did some projections for his new show called uh, 
uh, in famous. Yeah. Uh, there's some level of projection on the back wall that are part. They're not really part of the trick. They're, they're just here to like. Mm. They participate in the ambience of the thing, and it's a different show from what he's done before. It's more, it's more intimate, and he calls it is an acoustic tour. So it's, it it has that level of it need to be, because magician, you know, they have poor taste and everything, mm. but he doesn't. So he knows what he wants, mm. um, and it needed to be quite ominous and, but not. I guess not, uh, you know, you know, since he, since he shaved his, uh, his goatee, I think he's going to like, yeah, everything else has to match. Like, <laughs> you know, they're going to be, they're going to be, can't spell goatee everywhere else. Everything else has to be shaved. Yeah, yeah, everything else has to be shaved. Yes, most likely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and we worked with him and it was awesome. We, we so saw you him practice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, yeah, very close, like every day for, uh, for, uh, three weeks I guess and that was a good experience working with Derek he's the best he's yeah. just but like he's 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 not only a good magician he's so funny mm. he's he's actually I think like he could be easily be a comedian really he's, yeah. yeah he's uh he seems like a, quite a genuine guy I've heard him in interviews and stuff oh yeah, so yeah. he's a terrific painter as well isn't he's he? a very good painter right? yeah, 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 yeah really wow. good man yeah yeah, yeah. he's no he's, he's so like I actually think like he's one of the guys, like he's a genius in the in the medical sense uh, of right, the term, okay. which is probably not the medical term. But, like, <laughs> yeah, you're a genius. I'm a PhD. I call you a genius. Yeah. Um, he's a genius. I think he is. He's one of those people that are like actually, their brain is just you know never full. Like he he knows so much stuff and he's like so on top of everything on on so many so many discussions. Like he's mm-hmm. he's just this is one of the most interesting person to be around. And was it kind of like, I mean, because he was obviously a hero of yours. Yeah. And like, it always scares me kind of like the idea of meeting heroes. But obviously it was a great experience for you. But then was it kind of disappointing to see how the tricks were done or? Oh, I didn't, I, we didn't know how the tricks were done. Oh, really? No, no. Okay. Like, figured a few things that I will bring in my grave, but. Yeah. Like he still is like yeah at some point I was like fuck yeah I figured out are you serious and then he does something and you go okay fuck that, that, that wasn't it I don't know right yeah no he's 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 literally a genius in that and uh, and the director Andy Diamond is also he's the shit as well so uh, it wasn't disappointing um, at all like I think it was like it was it, it was mm, you know mind opening mm. to see that also I have to say that live performances have like it's one of the places I've worked with in where like literally each and every person that is involved in this thing is the best at what he does it's right. fucking crazy the people they brought to like build a set were just crazy the guys doing the sound they're the best around the guy doing whatever like dude, the guy putting the tape on the floor you can bet like he you know he's the best at doing it yeah it's just like he has like yeah he's killed everybody else in the business like yeah. he's the best <laughs> tape guy. literally everybody is so on top of his game that he doesn't fuck around with well I mean tape. what a great compliment that you like got to work with uh, yeah but like our part of the thing they were like yeah if it's not good it's not a problem because everything else is pretty good but in the end it's really I think we did a great Decent mm. job, and they were like, "Oh, okay, then, uh, interesting. We didn't care about this until you guys came along, uh, because my friend is also uh, is quite talented. So he, you know, we we I think they didn't expect it to be good. I think they expected it to be okay and not distract the eye, and it turned out that it helps the, yeah. the narrative of the show. And they were like, 
oh, maybe that's something we should think about next year. And we're like, yeah, yeah call us. Actually, maybe call us ahead of the show so we can actually work something out together. Does that happen? And, uh, well, he's still touring with this one, but I think it will happen for uh, the next year. Oh, that's right. I hope so. That's so, so sick. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm. So, so your current situation is that you're doing compositing So I'm back on the compositing. I will get back on the writing. If the writing for season three is is done and I'm actually finishing it now because I'm completing it. How do you find managing the two? It's very interesting. I think it gives me a unique perspective on this thing because I'm literally opening and closing the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when you write something and you go, that's not exciting, you know that you're going to be involved uh, up until the last minute Mm. on this. And you hate yourself for having written something that puts you deep in the shit at the end and you fuck that sequence. So when you guys write, like how much do you have to think about like uh, that's not possible in, in animation? Or if like um, if you say like these guys like you know, fucking you know, go to six cities in one episode yeah. and like um, there's a hundred characters and Well Ben has a good sense of what's doable. Uh, and I think How that's often does that come up though, in the writing? Like that's not beautiful. Oh, quite often, quite yeah. often. But it's uh, it's not often that we we think about something that we want to do and we think it's the right thing to do and that we don't do it. Mm-hmm. I think most of the time is it's a, it's a combination of like, well, it's difficult to do and it's definitely not worth it because we're um, we have that chance that like if we think it's worth it, we can do it, which is sure. just. Tremendous! It's amazing that we're right. that we're yeah. able that Cartoon Network is willing to put money in something and go. Yeah. You know what? Actually, do that awesome episode mm-hmm. that you want to do, and that uh, kids it will probably fly over kids' mm-hmm. heads, but like, you'll win the prizes or whatever because mm-hmm. we actually trust you. It's awesome that a company like this mm-hmm. is uh, is putting is back in this. Um, but yeah, most of the time when we go less, not doable. We actually realize that it's not. It's, yeah, it's yeah. anywhere not worth it. It's not going to be fun for anybody. Yes, yeah. Have it's you guys a... got any ambition to do like? Because I mean, Adult Swim is a product of Cartoon Network, right? Yes, yes. And, and it sounds like you guys are writing kind of adult stuff, trying to get stuff through. The thing is, Adult Swim is growing. It's actually pushed forward. Like you know, Adult Swim is Cartoon Network became Adult Swim at nine o'clock, I think. Yeah. In the evenings, it's no push forward to eight o'clock, I think. Right. So they're getting bigger, but they don't have money. Like right, right, right. And when I say they don't have money, I'm not saying they don't have enough money for an archive. They literally don't have money to develop um, hmm. new series. And yeah, there's so much fucking great stuff. And they're so good. Like I don't know how they make their shows because they they don't have that much money and they do fucking great shows. But I think they've like as a company or as like a sister company, they've just got their finger on the pulse of every fucking good new animator. Like I was talking to some friends, that, mutual friends. And they're doing some skit for yeah, um, and these guys are like shit hot, but not like on the tips. You know, they probably are not the kind of most known people in advertising even. But no, no, yeah, yeah they're, they're okay. Yeah, yeah but, but you know, Adult Swim kind of like sourcing these people. I think, it, I think someone there is so clever, man. Yeah, someone is clever, and I think I think also the contract is, you know, it's a it's a it's you know. If you have a good deal, you do it. And and the deal is, we don't have money, but we don't have limits. So yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you present, unless unless you tell us, oh, and uh, and then there's a there's a there's a license from another company, like a fucking Mickey comes in. And oh, right, nah, yeah. that's Disney, dude. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like apart from that, they go, yeah, whatever, whatever you think is funny, we'll put on air, because we don't 
pay you that much. So uh, that's our deal. And like, you take it or you leave it, but that's a good deal. Have you guys got any ambition to do anything like that? Um, Surely you must have such good links there. Uh, you know what, actually, it's, we so, because we're based in the UK, uh, up until recently we didn't have any connections with, uh, with the US. Like, Ben actually flew to, uh, to Los, Angeles, Los Angeles this year to meet people from Advanced Time and regular show, and we had no idea what those people were thinking about the show. Really? He was like, man, they're gonna fucking hate me, like, they probably hate the show, they think it's shit. And then you arrive there and people were like, fuck, our shows are so shit compared to you, really? which is exactly the opposite. We yeah. think like, oh man, I drink time so good, we're shit. And this and the, and and in Los Angeles they're like, dude, Gumball is a shit and oh man, that's it feels awesome. different. Yeah. I mean it feels different to me, Gumball, mm. like very different from Adventure Time and the regular show. We don't have the same reach though, like they appeal to a young teenager. I think I think Gumball I think Adventure Time is one of those kind of shows that it just is just gone viral in the sense yeah. of like people just love wearing wristbands or back yeah. like I was like coming out of Boxer Circus today and there was this woman who had a, a, like a tote bag that had Finn and yeah. Jake on it and yeah, I, I, and I was looking at it and I was like I made a horrible kind of like generalisation but I was like I guarantee she's never seen Adventure Time yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But that's when you know you're kind of big. Like it's not yeah. necessarily about the content itself. It's but that's like Snoopy. I mean, yeah. how many people Reaping. when I was, well, to be fair, was wearing like, Snoopy clothes and stuff? Yeah, and I, I totally had Snoopy pajamas. I didn't even know it was. I think probably had Snoopy. I think, but that's my point. Snoopy. Is that I think Adventure Time has kind of entered into that like stratosphere where yeah. it's like it's We're not actually about the show anymore. It's just merchandise. We're definitely aiming at this because yeah, because I can't find like I went into Film Planet the day. And I was looking at the merchandise, and I was like, I can't see one Gumball merchandise. No, no, it's because we're too young at the moment. We, we, uh, here's what happens. Is that true? How many seasons of Benchtown? It's not that many Five, six. I think they're in the fifth season or sixth season. But that, but I mean, it's reasonable. But I've seen merchandise for years. Yeah, Yeah. but here's the difference. Mm. We make, we make a season in a year and a half. Mm. And that's way too long for us to have the right, the the right turnover. Yeah. Uh, They do, like, most animated show takes six weeks to do. Like, it's a, it's a triple six rule. Uh, South Park will take six days. Don't aim at that. You can't do it. They can do it. No one else can really do it. Uh, well, South Park take how long? Six days to do a show. From writing from... to... Yeah. Oh, you should watch that, uh, yeah, that, that documentary, by the way, if you haven't watched it. It's called Six Days to Air. And it's about South Park. Wow. And Apparently, like, there people there don't have lives, though. Oh, no. Like, what they do... Oh, man, it's so fucking awesome, though. Like, what <laughs> Trey Parker and Matt Stone decided is that the least we work, the happier we are. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to work only six months per year on South Park. So what we do is, like, we have six days to do a show, and we have uh, so six months. Like, I think they do uh, 26 shows a year. So, yeah, 26. So that's, like, half a year, 52, seasons, 52 weeks. They work he's good at maths. That's one thing you can say. If you take the square root and whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, twenty six weeks. They do twenty six episodes per year, and they do it in a row, and they do it. They do one per week. So literally, they write on Monday. Uh, on Monday, some dude will try to animate that one joke that they think is funny. Uh, on Tuesday, they will go nah, scrap that, and and at the end of the week, they need to have a show, and. And they work six months and then they have six months off, which, by the way, they used to work more. They're, they're just gods. They're just the funniest people on earth. And I envy them so much. Um, so they take six days. An average animated church takes six weeks. We take six months. Right. For a per episode. Per episode. 
But you know, like as much as I love Adventure Time, when I look at a show, there's minimal comp. I don't think yeah. the animation is technically great, but it's kind of part of the humor of it. But when you look at Gumball, I mean, it's like it's kind of limited in some ways the animation, but it's so good. It is there's so some, there's good. some drawings in Gumball that oh. I just don't think that you would get mm. in like That's, any other. I don't know. Series I don't know I don't know how, how they managed uh, the to comping sell as well, man. And, and, and then and then yeah, exactly, exactly that point. The comping is so fucking incredible as well. Like it's outrageous. Yeah, I mean, like you, you I'm, I've worked on a lot of TV commercials that you know you've had six weeks to do thirty seconds, and it turned yeah. out so much shit than an episode of Gumball. Man, I don't know how why I don't know why they're why they're letting us do that. Like they could I. Because it's great, man. Like, yeah, yeah, no, I get, I guess, but sometimes we're really going like, wow, they're still, they're still throwing money at us, we're going to do mm. another season of this show, wow. Because at the moment, they don't make any money out of it. Like, they don't, you know, they don't, you're saying, they don't sell merchandise, they will. And and our relationship with them is just a trust that they will make merchandise and it will work. Mm. Um, and that's sust- sustainability, by the way. Like, if your show sells merchandise, that also means your show is getting a fourth and a fifth season. Yeah. So we're definitely aiming at this. We're going to sell out, man. Definitely. And you're going to stick with it, you think, for a little while longer, or you're not? Oh, I'm going to stick around, yeah, because yeah. it's my first writing experience, and I almost I, I want at least to do like a couple of solid seasons mm. where uh, you know I've I've only done one, and I feel like I've only now, I only know I know what's what's a good episode of Gumball so I almost want to do at least another season and another season so that I can improve myself and then maybe I'll think about you know what else I want to there do. was something you let slip earlier on yeah uh, do you want to talk about is, uh, the fact that you said that you might be going to do some stand up comedy at some point oh yeah yeah which only goes okay, no, further my point is that every time I meet you you're going yeah I'm going to do something else like, <laughs> I don't always do it so that's good that I don't see you every day you're a fucking liar man yeah um, okay, the reason why I wanted to stand up comedy uh, is that in the UK, um, TV screenwriting and uh, script writing and, uh, and, uh, and stand-up comedy are very much interconnected in the sense that uh, most of the people that you will see involved in uh, TV scripts uh, for comedies are actually ex-stand-up com- comedians. Mm-hmm. Most likely they will come of uh, Oxford or Cambridge and they will have done some comedy club there. And, Is that and, true? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oxbridge. You're talking, about, you're talking about TV screenwriters for... For like, I don't know, a name, mm-hmm. name uh, apart from... Okay, if you name a Ricky Gervais show then I'm fucked because it's the only example of... A, but you know what, like, I've got some friends who've got a series coming out on the BBC and none of them come from stand-up. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I mean, I mean I'm not saying... Mm. But like most. No, no, sorry. Anyway, but I think that I think that might be changing. I think that's a very old kind of format kind of thing. Yeah, I think like you go. You remember at the time when Ricky Gervais came out with uh, The Office, people were like, "Who the fuck is he? Mm. Like, he doesn't. He hasn't done anything." I think there's in this country there's definitely a sense of like you have to have proven something on the on on the stage before you uh, you actually do something on TV. I remember he had to do stand up because people were like. The fuck are you saying you are? And they did stand up, and I'm like, yeah, you're good actually. Yeah. Uh, that well, was I think that kind of helped. Was good. But I, so. do you know what? I think if he was fe- like, I think what helped the office in its kind of like birth is that a lot of the people going into the show like were kind of unknown. So and it helped yeah. set it as a kind of mockumentary. I, or and cool. also, it's one of the best ideas yeah, for yeah, a TV yeah. show ever. It's yeah, just yeah. That, it's just so good. Like, and also, I remember talking to this with Mick, the uh, co-director, who told me 
nobody knew what it was at the time. Mm. Like people actually saw like, is it a documentary? What yeah, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. is this? Uh, you know what's funny though is like there was stuff before that, which yeah, was yeah. like mockumentary. Oh yeah. yeah. Like fucking ages before the other. Yeah, yeah, right? I guess there was like Spinal Tap and all that kind of stuff, but also like Partridge, like in yeah, the Yeah, Partridge to a certain extent. Yeah, Partridge. Yeah, man. If I was Partridge, yeah. I'd be fuming at how big the office is because yeah. like when you watch like I was rewatching recently, like knowing me, knowing you and all that. He's done away. And he is like the Ricky the Brent character is so Partridge, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's definitely it's definitely borrowing from Partridge. Um, anyway, sorry. But no, 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 that's that's interesting because I do think that there was something like this, like Spinal Tap or any uh, like Waiting for Government or all those things. You know, uh, all those uh, those films like mockumentaries are you know they existed, but he gave it. First, I think he gave it more hearts than anybody had done so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what. Are talking about Christopher Guest or no, Jabez? I think when he was still good again. Mm. Like him and Merchant gave it gave it some heart and some purpose and and they made it more than a comedy. And yeah, it's yeah. like it's you're so attached to the character. Mm. It's that whole kind of thing for every laugh there should be a kind of tear or yeah. whatever, like Yeah. And but then he just he just pushed it too far. But then he just went for tears in Derek. Yeah, fucking straight no, tears. It's yeah. embarrassing. Um but yeah, so like you were saying you wanna do stand up. Uh, and I wanted to stand up because I wanna you know what? My my um my my mindset is Oh yeah, you need to have that stand up. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'll bomb definitely. But is but, that uh, so that you can do a sitcom? Yeah, so like, oh, wow. so that maybe I can first, so that I can see what's a what's a, a live joke because at the moment I'm writing in a room and it's not live because sure there's other writers but there's not really an audience uh, or like you know we write episodes and we hope that kids will find it funny and we hope that adults will find it funny. If you do stand up. You know, you don't have to hope, you know, straight away. Mm. Do you know what? I kind of feel like that's maybe like the kind of secret ingredient for why your, why stuff that you do is funny. Or Like my friends who are doing a series, um, and don't come from stand-up, but I was kind of in... I went to meet them recently and they were writing their second series and they were kind of doing this improv session to help write where they were just trying to make each other laugh. And it was just so funny because they were just making each other laugh and they were yeah. coming up with ideas. Whereas... I think if maybe you were, you were trying to write to please yeah. the mass, then yeah. I, think maybe maybe I think that there is something now about comedy which is, it's become pretty, I don't know, it feels like it's pretty like monochromatic in a way. Like, I don't know, I, I kind of feel like stand-up has become a bit hard to homogenise. Comedy generally yeah. is kind of like, it kind of feels like you know what, but what, it, what's in and what's fashionable. But in a way, I want to know that. You know, like, okay, yeah, you want to go through. I just want to right. feel like a yeah. bit. Like maybe yeah. that's maybe that's what I realized that they, you know, it's not so cool to do stand up at the moment. But at the moment, I feel I feel that I I haven't tried. Mm. I've always thought in my head maybe I could like so fuck it, let's just do it. See so how that I am at it. Yes. And um, and also I think what's interesting is that stand up will help you figure out who you are like what's your voice yeah. what's your what's what's funny about you yeah like, what's what's your angle okay you're french in london is there something in this probably not okay <laughs> what's, uh, what's i'm always angry all the fucking time you already got through that yeah <laughs> so like you know there's, there's some it's, it's good to figure out what's how are you like what's your funniest like and in what kind of situation and i think when you've gathered that when you when you manage to like find when you're the funniest 
then definitely will improve your uh, your uh, yeah your writing on everything if you if you want to be a comedy writer, which I want to be. So 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 you you've you've really changed like from somebody who initially wanted to be a mathematician to somebody who <laughs> wanted to be a compositor, and now you. But I like that. Are like, pretty set yeah. on becoming so would you a a writer or a comedian or a, yeah. Would you drop but animation you altogether if that started working? I don't know. I feel like. I feel like there's something in me being an animator doing stand-up. Um, there has to be something. Like I can't. I don't think I would drop animation because I do animation because I f- I feel like it's a part of me. But I like, mean, that's the reason I chose. In terms of you, you know, if you oh, I would drop maybe doing composting. You would maybe yeah, make an animated series, but yeah. you wouldn't comp it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would do an animated series, or maybe if I was to do stand-up, maybe I would include some animation. Like oh, yeah, that yeah, hasn't yeah. really been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope. Um, but just. At, at this point, like just the process of me sitting well, down in front of you could not a... actually do stand up at all, you could just composite yourself, in yeah, a yeah, in a, on the green screen, you just project <laughs> yeah. it. And yeah. you're like, There's value in this show, uh, <laughs> there's no jokes, but uh, you know, it's pretty there, well, there's no jokes, but it's really well, it's really well, fitting well into the background here. here. Mm-hmm. To, to a point the where I should just probably be in a room because it's stupid, it's so well done that it's there's no point that I should be <laughs> in a room, so yeah, actually, it's not good. Um, no, I, I sometimes like I, I do things just for like I think like the doing is important sometimes you know mm. um, like just the, the, just 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 me sitting in front of that thing and go like all right what's what joke do I want to make what happened to me lately that I think I want just that like even if I don't go on stage uh, which would be a disgrace now that I've said that, <laughs> that just having just having like given a few hours to this process of like thinking okay mm. what's what's something that I want to talk about. Um, it's interesting. I think it, you know. Have you started writing your show? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, I, okay. I started, yeah. How long is it? I haven't timed it, but I guess it could be a good. Not a good, no. <laughs> uh, not a good in terms of quality. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a mediocre 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm sure it'll yeah. be. Dude, man, when you start, <laughs> I want to come to your show. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's not that. But like you know, we'll definitely get... don't tell us about it because we will post it. Oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 about it. I won't tell anyone. But like, but yeah, and also yeah, writing is such a weird thing. And I'm al- also I say that as if I'm writing fucking Breaking Bad, but I'm writing a kids TV show. No, I think that's kind you know what I mean. But what I mean is, even at that level, it bring it's it's so it sparks so many questions. So many, even mm. just writing a joke for a kid. Like, you can go through phases of like, fuck, am I good enough? Like, what have I done with my life? And then the next day you're like, that's funny, is it? Ah, it's so, mm. it's such an interesting process. It's a little bit more, is it sort of, do you question yourself a little bit more than when you're just doing comping? Oh, it's comping definitely. Sort of like go a little bit yeah. more deep into your... Yeah, but it's, it's the same as an illustration, you know. Right. Like, I do a bit of illustration as well. And when you do a... Sorry. Uh, when you do an illustration, you go, oh, fuck, you know, am I good enough? Then you go see some fucking tumblers and you go, yeah. they're so good, those guys, like, you know, whoever, you know, like, uh, who's my favorite guy? I'm like, you know, Iman O'Neill would do something and you go, why yeah. bother? Iman O'Neill. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Iman. Yeah, yeah. What's Amen. his name? Iman. Iman. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I saw, like, uh, a friend Christian Andrews did a short movie oh, yeah. a couple of days. I was like, I'll just give up. Yeah. My friend Mike, please, is regularly just 
putting everybody to uh, to retirement yeah, in these yeah. short movies and yeah. ah, but at the same time you know the same question in comedy you watch a you watch a stand up and you go oh god there's not a single joke that is funnier than this joke about about whatever from uh, Louis C.K. or, uh, or Doug Stanhope uh, Doug Stanhope best guy in the world um, you know but at the same time then after it helps you and you go oh gee I've got a good joke about this so yeah that's that process that I'm interested in I think um, I think that's probably what's so good about Gumball actually is that like the references that you're bringing into it are not other animations. They're, no, yeah. They're people like Louis C.K. and Doug Stanley yeah, and Seinfeld yeah. and all that stuff. We try to channel those guys, yeah, yeah because we think they're we we think that it's too often kids TV only borrows from itself. Yeah. Like only goes like yeah, but it's for kids, so uh, we should probably uh, put triangles into triangles and square. No man, like kids are just young adults. Yeah, oh, fuck, that's clever. Can I write that down? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, kids are young adults. You know, they will want to grow. Like, I grew up with animated, you know, TV shows that I still watch. Mm-hmm. And I still find relevance in there. And that's the show we want to do. We don't want to do a show like uh, the fucking Teletubbies or whatever, where you go, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I'm not going to watch it back. Like, I know it's like, like one doesn't try to go. That's the same, right? <laughs> you know, I you know if, if it isn't, let's like paint in that idea <laughs> and make it because I think it's gonna make it. Fun. It's gonna make one. Um, you know, those shows are great, but they're they're pre, uh, you know, the preschool show that is great, and we have the opportunity to to reach people that are in an age that I don't they, I don't think they're as dumb as we uh, usually paint them in every other media. No, because I'm twenty five to thirty. Yeah, yeah. twenty five. But the thing is, what's cool about Gumball is that like a kid will watch it when they're ten like it, they will rewatch it when they're 15, like it, because they're going to see it in a different level, and they're going to rewatch it when they're 20. And they go, it's not relevant anymore, because the internet is so like different now. It wasn't 3D at the time, but you know, but, um, but you know what I mean, like you can appreciate it, like all these different oh, things. And I've done that with shows, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've watched them as I'm older and just been like, oh shit, I totally didn't get that joke. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think Gumball definitely falls into that category. Oh man, that's awesome that you say that. It's really a relief, because, because because on a daily basis, we're like, what are we doing? Mm. And it's not even to like get us, like external people to say, nah, man, it's good. Like some, it just goes, it's up and down. Like mm. sometimes I literally wake up and I go, I think I'm working on a really good show. And sometimes I go, what are we fucking doing? This is mm. terrible because because I've watched something that I think is 10 times better. Or, you know, it's... Yeah. it's a creative process is really interesting you know whatever you're doing you always question you mm-hmm. and uh, and I think at some point you just need to do it mm-hmm. like my, my my goal now is to have my own show at some point because because you have to find your own voice mm-hmm. so whether it's, sh- it's my own yeah. live action TV show animated TV show I have to find my own medium mm-hmm. something if I want to express myself I need to find what's that medium well man I sincerely hope you do this has been such an interesting cool I hope show, I did man. no no it's been great did man. we press record did we do that <laughs> uh, oh yeah man, that's fine I, I can uh, the light be flashing on I can sum up I can sum this up in 10 words maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, no man thank you thank you for inviting yeah. me uh, uh, I don't know if this is no it's been like, amazing man thank yeah, you so thank much. You very much thank you so much yeah. Yeah. Cool. bye everyone bye. take it easy bye. see you around bye.